Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 129. Are we on 130? I don't remember now. I should have looked. But anyway, welcome to the Dorksman Podcast. I am Clint, joined by... Not Nate. Not Nate. And since Nate's not here, we're going to move right ahead to our very special recurring guest. We'll even call him and let him introduce himself. Hey, everybody. I'm Reese. Good to see you. (laughs) Good to see you. Oh, I forget it's a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All good. You'll see everybody eventually. Yeah. Now that uh, things are happening, but anyway, thank you for having uh, having or joining us. We'll explain why Reese is here. I'm sure you can figure it out, yeah. but we'll get. Yeah, that well, out. thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. I didn't know I was standing in for Nate, though. Well, <laughs> it's an upgrade. It, it is an upgrade. You got, oh, an upgrade. Is it? you got upgraded. Yeah, I don't know about that, but <laughs> I'll he's take not it. the most handsome fella. <laughs> uh, oh, and I am. Yeah. Yes, delicious. <laughs> I'm not going to touch this one with a 10 foot pole, especially since Kelly might listen, and I don't want to make her mad. So, also, also you don't have a 10 foot pole. So, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, they do call me tripod. Regardless, though, I'm going to go ahead and keep moving with some housekeeping. Yeah. Um, T R Y pod. Well, I'm going to move on before I get further embarrassed. Uh, housekeeping the underscore dorksman on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitch, uh, dorksmanbingo.com slash the dorksman or dorksman bingo is where you can find our bingo, cha- uh, bingo square brought to you by Andrew Newland from the Brothers Newland and the Toy Rewind podcast. The direct uh, email or the excuse me URL is from Larry from the STS guys and Totally Rad Movie Podcast. Shout out to the, both of them, especially the STS guys who already went through 200 episodes. That's still an impressive record to do, especially if they could tolerate each other that long. I mean, Nate's gone, so what are we going to do, right? But uh, anyway, um, other than that, just uh, we're going to dive right into our weekly question section. Please keep coming. Hashtag Ask the Dorksman. We love them all. And I actually need to pull them up, so I'm going to stall for a second while I do that. But uh, some great questions. Again, anytime you think of them, just put the hashtag 2 o'clock in the morning on a Tuesday while you're getting a late snack. Just send us something. What do you think the best food in the refrigerator is? I don't know what the point is, but get to it. We'll figure a way to answer it. So with that said, the first question comes from our own Angry Nate, since he's now a listener and not on the podcast, at least for this week. (laughs) Perfect. Right? He asks, what is the proper etiquette on spoilers? And um, I, I th- this is very pertinent to our topic today, and I think just with everything we talked about last episode, stuff like that. So, Joey, I'm going to let you start. It, I like to try to think it's 24 to 48 hours, depending on the situation. If it's something that comes out during the week, like Book of Boba Fett comes, comes out on Wednesday, I, I give people 48 hours to try to try to get it done. Uh, If it's something that comes out on a Friday, I give you 24 hours. Now, with that being said, I'm not the type of person that's going to go look to spoil it for people after that window is is open. But I feel more free that if somebody has said something uh, to talk along with them. Uh, So in other words, if somebody, you know, tweets something out after that time frame, I'll get in there with them and have a discussion about whatever it is. But, you know, it's... It's easy and it's not easy to avoid spoilers if you want to. I mean, if you don't want to know what's going on, just stay off the internet. I mean, because that's where you're going to get most of your information from anyway. But then at the same time, it's like, well, there's other stuff you might want to get on there for. And, you know, just all of a sudden, the you know, a spoiler pops up. But but I do think there should be some kind of grace period to give people to, to hold off on going over big plot points that come out or twists or something with TV shows or movies or whatever. Wow. Actually, okay. All right. Reese, how about you? Well, I'm kind of, man, I'm, I'm like, 
similar to Joey, I'm kind of you know, on the fence about spoilers. Um, first of all, I, I do think it's a dick move to like, you know, stay up. And then at 1.01 a.m., you're like, oh, my God, I can't <laughs> believe this all over Twitter, right? Sure. Um, like, it, it is a dick move. But I also don't think that spoilers should be this precious little thing that everybody bitches about all the time. Like, like your own personal sense of surprise is not my problem. Uh, so, I, you know, I, I kind of... I don't know. I hate the people that spoil right away. And I also hate the people that are constantly bitching about spoilers. You know what I mean? And it's, well, okay. I guess hate's a strong word. Um, despise. Use loosely here. We get it. We're <laughs> yeah. Like I, I just, I, I get annoyed by it. It's, it's like, I'm with you, man. I'll give you a couple of days to like catch up again. I'm not a spoiler kind of guy. Like I don't, I don't go mm -hmm. out there going, you know, saying shit on Twitter, but yeah, I'll give you a couple of days or whatever, but if people are still bitching like, you know, three days to a week later, I'm like, dude, get get your life together. Watch a television show. You know what I mean? Now, now I do think um, TV and movies are a little different. Like I was about to say that. Like TV shows, you got a couple of days, like you said, 24 to 48 mm. hours. A movie, I think like a week or two, because it's a little harder to get to the theaters. It's a little hard, you know, Good so point. I... I do kind of understand that, but what I find funny is, is the whole, you know, I don't know where this like anti-spoiler culture came from anyway. Like when I was a kid and like Empire Strikes Back was about to come out, <laughs> we would buy every magazine that had an article about it. We wanted clues. We wanted, you know, so any kind of insight whatsoever, like that was kind of part of the enjoyment, the ramp up to it. You know what I mean? And now everybody's like, my own personal sense of surprise is so precious how dare you ruin it i'm like <laughs> well well then stay the fuck off of social media or something like you know you're a grown-ass adult like you know avoid things for crying out loud it's not that hard you really got to tweet about your french fries real quick and accidentally see <laughs> something about, you know boba fett or whatever like i don't know it's just it's kind of stupid but um yeah i don't know why everyone thinks it's so precious anyway <laughs> Like, get a life, get a grip. You know, that's a good point about, <laughs> about the investigation part. I didn't even think about think about that when this question came up. And you're right. It, 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 and like you said, it depends. I mean, the other part is the media can be consumed so quickly anymore. Like, with the movie on Empire, like, you weren't going to have to wait till that came out. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, these TV shows that come out every week or yeah. all at once. Even. I, I have kind of a twist on that. And I know Clinton hasn't answered yet, but I'll no, let him ahead. answer that when he gets to his other answer. What about a movie that you're not anticipating there being a spoiler, but there is? So, for example, everybody wanted to not hear about, you know, in-game Infinity War, right? You know, big one, we don't want to be spoiled on what's going to happen. Please give us at least through the weekend, whatever. But what about, like, a movie like Sixth Sense, for instance? Because I'm trying to think mm -hmm. of, like, something that was generational for me that was a huge plot twist that came up that you weren't aware of like do you think that needs to be something that's even a more of an extended time frame on not giving it away because that's kind of what i've 
tended to see as a trend like with stuff like yes i'm anticipating there can be something that's spoiled in like a star wars movie or a marvel movie or a dc movie or something like give me 24 to 48 hours give me through the weekend whatever but mm-hmm. then like other stuff like six cents or some other movie that's got some big plot twist that wasn't even anticipated people are like oh you got to keep hush hush for that for like weeks or months until like <laughs> yeah if not ever forever yeah, yeah. It, it, exactly like years almost you know stuff like that I think those cases are so rare, though. Like, they are. I mean, like, you know, there's a big difference between the huge M. Night Shyamalan plot twists and, like, I don't know, Dumbledore dies or whatever, you know? like there's <gasps> a, What? Yeah. I mean, read the books, Spoiler people. Alert. Yeah, read the books. Um, so I, I think that's just a rare, rare case, and you take them on a... Yeah, that you should really not be a dick about, ever. But but you brought up a good point even accidentally, Joey, when you're saying Sixth Sense. I mean, that came out in what, the nineties? The early nineties? Yeah, either and I mean mm, I can't like think late nineties, I think. Either way, yeah. But either way you can't I mean what's happened since then that you could do that with. I'm sure there's something, but it, like few and far between. And I would like to think, like you said, it'd be kind of proper etiquette to Well hell, M. Night Shyamalan can't even pull it off again. He did, <laughs> he did like one or two good movies and then he's like, surprise ending. <laughs> The surprise ending. The people in the village live in modern day. Uh It's the trees making you kill yourself. (laughs) I wonder how old what their surprise ending was. I didn't even go see it. The point is, you're absolutely right on. Um, So I'm going to go a little bit different angle here. Um, I I, I, I do appreciate both what you said. I think we live in a time when you can avoid spoilers to the general public very easily. And I know I'm saying that to two people and probably many who listen who don't live to like you said spoil it two minutes after the thing's done i think people just don't want to do that but there are people that do but you know between all of our social media or whatever the case is if you want spoilers you can find them and you can find an avenue for that direct messages group chats podcasts whatever the case is but um i i i do agree that it it, i mean it slips out one thing that doesn't drive me it drives me crazy because of how they do it not because of the people doing it is on Twitter, somebody will see say something, and it won't even necessarily be a huge spoiler or anything, and somebody will like it, and then it'll pop up on my feed because that person I follow that liked it, not the person that said it. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's a complete accident that it was even done in the first place. Sure, so, but that's when I go back to, well, then stay off of social right, media. Right, like you got to take some some of your own uh, yeah. action. Yes, I agree with that. However, and again, I know I'm preaching to the choir here of people that aren't like doing that anyway, like, you enjoyed it great i know there's always those um out of context spoilers where you put a gift and you're like what the hell does you know sesame street have to do with the mandalorian i don't get the connection i actually kind of like those those little clues it's not quite a spoiler but but if you saw it you know what they're coming exactly and if you did you're like what the hell does that have to do with anything i yeah i I love you yeah Yeah. and that's that's cool shows cleverness so but i think i think if you're interested in talking about it there are places to go versus just doing it to the general public is my thought now with that said you guys nailed it on the head on tv shows i give a little longer than 48 hours myself i'd always give through the next weekend of that next one because people are busy movies yeah it's tough because of the theater luckily we don't all have to go to the theater for everything every anymore but uh, yeah there's definitely some personal responsibility there and i mean it's fun to be surprised but sometimes a spoiler can actually help you process something you know what i mean i'm not trying to think of an example but you hear about it and you're like oh damn it i saw it oh well and then you see it and you're like Oh, okay. I I knew this was coming, but I didn't see this part of that happening. You know what I mean? More context behind it. 
I, I've had that happen before with different different shows and different movies where it kind of either accidentally got spoiled because it right. had been out for a while, and I was just like kind of researching it, and it's like, oh, I stumbled across this, or like I purposefully went and looked it up like an idiot because mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to end up watching it, and then I ended up watching it. Um, but yeah, sometimes that can be entertaining in itself, as far as okay, I know this is going to happen, but how? So like, it's like the whole time during the movie, you have this different, I guess, viewpoint on mm-hmm. on the movie or this different outlook like okay i know this is going to happen and how's what's taking place now going to lead to what i already know is going to take place uh it's the same thing when you watch a prequel and you already know what's going to happen you know sure. in the movie that you already <laughs> yeah we know anakin's going to turn bad yeah exactly <laughs> oh, but, yeah, spoiler. It's, it's, it's the build it's the build up to it as well right. so yeah. right so i mean there's silver lining in the spoiler so I, I i hear you i i if you want to avoid them you can um but at the same point you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta take a little responsibility yourself. I, I'd agree. With yeah, that. the answer's in the middle. It's like, don't be yeah. a dick and spoil right away. But also, if you're, you know, if you're, you have a fragile ego when it comes to spoilers, don't go on Twitter. For a By the way, days. while we're talking about spoilers, I'm trying to look behind Reese and see if there's any tiny ghosts I don't recognize. <laughs> spoiler there. You there aren't have... any. Yeah. Can you see? <laughs> see those? I can, but not well. Nobody knows what those are. <laughs> Except Yet. for us. Yeah, that's something that's uh that's super top secret, right? Enhance, there. I just realized that they're on camera, but Joey's been watching uh, Futurama. Have you gotten to that point when they're enhancing in there and he's like, Why is it so blurry? Because we don't have the resolution. Well CSI does, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Anyway. Good luck. Um, no, but yeah, you've no. seen all these tiny ghosts behind yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, I, in fact, I have a number of them behind me, so I'm, yeah, I'm happy about you do. that. But um, I do want to know. Now that you said that, I'm going to be like really looking in that corner and not even paying attention. To what Ooh, what's, the L, what's the LE on that Lowe's moving box? That's what I'm, that's what I'm looking at. <laughs> Got my eye on that. I know I'm surrounded by cardboard boxes down here. But anyway, my point is I'm trying to spoil that as I just talked about. Don't spoil it. Anyway. Um, thank you for the question, Nate. Um, we look forward to your answer. We should make yeah, you sweet. We miss so, you, bud. Yeah, we're, we're sorry you couldn't. Nate had um, um, some annoying truck drivers kind of get in his way of things today. So we're sorry that's happening. And, and we look forward to having him back next week. Yep. Anyway, uh, moving right along to our next question. It comes from our friend Ben Sager. And I hope I'm saying your last name, last name right, Ben. I'm sorry if I'm not. Sager. Uh, Sager. Ooh, it sounds fancier that way. That's <laughs> it how it's going to be said anyway. The French uh, what character from a Star Wars movie who's never addressed in film by name would you want to see more of, i.e., in one of the Disney Plus shows? By the way, Ben, I do expect you to answer this at some point, but I will let Joey take the floor. I, I'm going to actually let you two go first because I'd like to hear what you say to maybe help me with, with my thinking. Because I can't think of a character that I want to see in a Disney Plus show that I don't already know their name. Reese, that, can that's I take, the problem I'm having. Can I go first? Because I have a feeling your answer is going to be better than mine. Um, so, uh, I I think I understand the context of the question and, um, what pops in my head is it back when I was in, I think it was middle school or very early high school. uh, A friend of mine was really into the books. Uh, I don't know anything about the books. I don't know how, you know, how canon they all are, if they are, they are not. Okay. Legends. Then this, this, then my answer probably got even better, but what I wouldn't mind seeing is in the cantina from episode four, excuse me, episode four, the very first one. There are a lot of characters in there. I know they all have backstories. The, yep, the that's one, where I was going to go. Was it? Okay. Yep. So there's the one that really caught my he- attention was, I know he's nicknamed Hammerhead. I don't know what his real name is. or Mammon Adon. I knew somebody would know it. <laughs> See, somebody's got a name. You can't pick them. 
But they don't ever say it in the movie. But they never say his name. So a lot of those names were retconned oh, in, the, in the books okay. in the 90s. Right. right. Yeah. And but so, in the movie, nobody says that guy's name. He's on screen for like, you know, half a second. Well, then I know my answer. Max Reba. There you go. <laughs> That's, there you go. That, that is appropriate answer. That is the one. I don't know why, but that is the one Star Wars figure I remember having growing up as a kid. Is the Max Rebo with his little uh, plastic pi- round piano that yep. you could put him in to play? So like that ah. that character always kind of had a special place for me in, as far as Star Wars because again it's the one figure that I remember having growing up. And that's oh, yeah. the most inaccurate Kenner Star Wars figure ever made. Did you know? Oh, that? why are you ruining my childhood, Reese? Well, because they didn't know. Uh, like the designers at Kenner didn't understand what Max Rebo really looked like. Uh, um, okay. And if you go back and look at production photos, he's actually he's sitting on the same level of his keys, and he doesn't have arms. He's playing with his feet. So oh. he's sitting there playing with his feet, but the Kenner people didn't know that, so they gave him a body and a diaper for some reason. Nice. And, um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, he's incredibly inaccurate. That's that's awesome backstory. Yeah, is there, sorry. Is, Toy nerd no, here. But that's that's why you're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we want that kind of thing. Was there ever um, a Funko Pop made of him? Yeah, I designed yeah. it. Yeah, you designed it. Okay, just curious because yeah, I, I, and we and we did design it based on um, how the Kenner action figure was kind of designed. Oh, a little in, bit. He's in Book of Boba Fett, so there's a chance for another one to come out. Well, see, I was just gonna mention that. So, I mean, you probably like to. Be <laughs> well, yeah. I know we're not gonna prod you. We're not gonna prod the guy in the. <laughs> we don't. We don't know that if Max in lived the through the explosion. Right. Well, it, it also is it is it the same Max or is it just different of the same? It is. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, the chick from Flashdance who plays the Twilight that owns the club actually yeah. says hit it, Max, and calls him oh. Max. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So you guys have. I'm there's actually we'll we'll get into it, but there's a lot of little nods to the original trilogy in Book of Boba Fett. Sure. Anyway, my answer is Hammerhead. Um, I did, <laughs> or or I think it'd be cool if Disney Plus just did a whole series on like even one episode dedicated to just certain characters in the Cantina, mm-hmm. just to see something different. That was more my head went. Recently. What if it was just on the Cantina band and them traveling around trying to find gigs before they land? You know what's funny? I'd watch gig. it. Yeah. God, that would be cool. I think it'd be in the end. Yeah, I mean, traveling yeah. around in their beat up spaceship. Uh huh. That would be <laughs> awesome, man. Now they just have to solve mysteries, right? And we're set. Like almost famous, the movie, but it's except it's it's the Cantina band. That would be so get, uh, cool. You can get Crow to direct it. I'm in. Um, anyway, yeah, I was going to go I was also going to go with one of the cantina creatures. I was trying to think of some of like the X-Wing pilots, but we know Wedge's name. Um oh, and, I guess we do. Yeah, um the, I was trying to think of some of like, you know, the background like soldiers and things like that. Um but yeah, I kept going back to the cantina as well and there's actually like a quick shot just just as quick as looking at uh, Hammerhead or Momonadon or whatever you want to call him, um, of this little bat creature reaching for his drink. And I know, like, you guys are looking at me like, total black <laughs> look under that one. Nerd. Yeah, it's, it's fast, man. And it's this little bat creature, which later got retconned, and it's a female, and its name is Cabe. And her, I guess her name is Cabe. But, um, I just wanted to see more of those little bat people. Like they're just little, I don't know. I was like, well, what's their deal? Like, are they nocturnal? What do they do? Like, so I kind of want to figure that out. And then the other one I went with is, sorry, I picked more than one, but it's quite all right. Understandable. There's, there's a, there's a shot when, when 
uh, Luke and and Obi Wan first walk in, and the bartender's like, "Your droids are not welcome here." You see these two women dressed almost exactly alike, and they're called the Tonica sisters. They got names later on, but it's these two women, and they they're wearing green suits, and they have like this kind of spirally hair on their heads, and they look over. And what's really funny about them is that um, in the lore, uh, well, it's not lore; it's truth. They were played by two actresses who were best friends, and they they got on the set and everything. Um, and for whatever reason, um, both of them never wanted any product made of them. Hmm. So that's why we've never had any Tonica sisters action figures or anything. Like they've made every alien in the background of the cantina, hmm. but you've never gotten the Tonica sisters made. Um, and I, and I kind of wanted to figure out what their deal was. It, it, I thought that was kind of interesting, but, it, it um, is, yeah. like what, I don't know. They just, there's a mystique to them because we never had product of them, I guess. I'm thinking like a total toy collector, but I was like, okay, now let's make a show about them so we can make toys. Um, so that's one of those. Have you guys ever seen, sorry for the deep dive here, but have no, you ever, have you ever seen the cut scene where Luke actually does go into Tashi station and he meets up with his friends? I have not. No, it's like, is it like it. a deleted scene or something? It is. It is. It's right. a deleted scene. Um, where he goes into Tashi Station and he's like, he meets up with some of his friends. Um, and Biggs uh, is Biggs is a, a pilot at the towards the end when they're on Yavin and this one guy comes up and he's like, Luke. And he, yeah, yeah, I know. The, the so Biggs that's Biggs. Character. So Biggs is actually in the beginning also and he's like, I'm joining the rebellion. And there's a whole conversation there. Hmm. Well, there's other friends there um that are like hanging out and god why am i drawing a blank on their name they call luke wormy for some reason like that's his nickname it's really a bizarre scene so it's if you ever go on youtube it's on there you and watch it it's not worth it's you can see why it got cut but sure um but they're oh the girl's name is cammy and the guy's name is fixer or something like that oh, i'm drawing a blank right now but they're clearly a couple they're hanging on each other like a couple of teenagers at the mall and um and if in book of boba fett when boba fett goes into that bar to deal with those trandoshans and whoop their asses and they pick a fight with that the two humans that yeah. were sitting there that's cammy and fixer no is way. it really? Yeah. That's a nice so, little callback. So it's like, a it's... super deep cut because it's a it's a callback to like Luke's friends from Tashi Station that you never even saw in the original movie. And it's the same actor and actress? I don't think so. Oh, I was gonna say, wow. <laughs> yeah, they'd be like really old by now. Yeah, but they're wearing very similar clothes. They, she definitely has like a distinctive hairstyle, and it. Right. Really, and I was like, God, that looks like that deleted scene. These two. And then I and then as you watch the credits, uh, that actress is credited as Cammy, and wow. I was like, "Oh my god, that's her!" From that is pretty cut, cool from the cut scene. So anyway, it's a deep cut. That, it, but I didn't catch that, and so I'm happy to hear it. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. Uh, oh, so anyway, <laughs> sorry. I know my answer got really long. I'd like to find out more about their story, or I'd like to find out about the little bat people. I'd like to find out what's up with the Tonica sisters. I'd watch all that shit because I'm a nerd. I think all through all the three of us here would. I don't think yeah, I think so for sure that at all. I mean, I mean, um, honestly, if it says Star Wars in front of it, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You might mostly, shit on it later, but you'll like it. Yeah, yeah mostly because it. it's my job, but also because I'm. <laughs> yeah, a that's the real reason. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> yeah. 
I believe that. Joey, do you want to add anything to your answer? Are you good with yours now? No, I'm definitely good with Max. Good. I, I was going to say your answer. Sentimental reasons for sure. But that's absolutely acceptable. So I, mean, I did write Ben back, hoping to hear back from him, um, just because it'd be fun to hear if he had an answer in mind when he asked that question. But fantastic question, Ben. Thank you for asking, um, especially for Reese, because he apparently could have a whole podcast on just that one question. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I, could, I could talk about that forever. But I mean, you know, already just hearing that the deep cut there is interesting. So I'm, I'm thrilled mm-hmm. you're here to tell us that kind of thing. So. In case you didn't realize what we're main topic is going to be, it's going to be Book of Boba Fett. There will be spoilers. Um, <laughs> you've been warned. You've had plenty um, of time. Yes, that's right. I mean, please come back and listen. Um, I saw something the other day. This will make you guys laugh. I don't remember where it was. It's on Instagram. There's like this picture or this advertisement of three three people just laughing. And this kid goes up and sits next to him and acts like he's laughing and takes a picture and says, me listening to a podcast. So, <laughs> I, I had a chuckle when I saw that. So I'm hoping somebody's <laughs> actually enjoying it to that extent. But anyway, we're going to talk Book of Boba Fett. I know these two have a lot to say about it. I'm interested to hear what they have to say. I have a few thoughts, but I have a feeling they'll say the exact same thing. And everyone here is um, caught up, right? Yes, everyone yeah. here. Oh, yeah, right. for sure. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, what I got up at uh, 4.30 Wednesday morning to watch that, the finale before dedication. school. Oh, my God. Now, now, somebody, yeah, talking about yeah. spoiler or avoiding them. Wow, that's impressive. In fact, yeah, 4.30 in the morning. It was worth it, though. Awesome. Well, um, it wasn't though. It wasn't really. <laughs> but, but see, you know what? That goes back to our spoiler thing. Joey made an action and took it took uh, responsibility to avoid the there spoiler you go. by getting up early and making sure he wasn't spoiled. He wanted to be the spoiler. He wanted to like go to work and be like, "Guys, you're not gonna believe what I just saw." <laughs> hey, kids, gather around as I tell by you the, the tale way, of. By the way, before we, one thing I do want to say for those that do stay up late and you know watch it when it first premieres, I know our friend Yoko does her stream when she'll uh, she oh, goes yeah. on immediately after that and gets said, "You want to come talk spoilers? You want to come talk about what you had process? Come join me." But at least she warns people, oh, you know, well, yeah. so nobody oh, totally. can bitch if they go watch her stream and right. be like, oh my God, I can't believe she's talking about it. I mean, she made it clear what well, her you'd, intent you'd have was. To be a, you'd have to be a major dick to be yeah. like, well, it just ended. I'm going to go see what her stream is, even though it's titled Spoilers. And go, right. yeah, I mean, but I think it's really neat because, you know, it's fun to talk and process it. And it if you is. Do it yeah, right absolutely. After, that's an excellent habit. They call it well, you know, 30. it's like Talking Dead after Walking Dead. Like, it's right. a fun thing yeah. to do, you it's know? A, a, That's why I've been I, super looking forward to this recording. Right. So anyway, <laughs> and then is Clint it, just happens to be here too, but you know, it's fine. <laughs> Somebody had to run things. That's why. Yeah. We need a moderator. <laughs> but Midnight 30 is what she calls it. Check it out if you do want to talk about it right after. I think it's really cool she does that. Anyway, I want to spit that out. Okay. Book of Boba Fett. Um, I have no idea where you guys want to start, so I'm just going to open the floor and say have at it. Well, how um, about we talk? I want, I'd like to go around and just give us your quick elevator pitch on what, how, did you like it? Did you not? And why? Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start. Um, I liked it. I, I, it wasn't my favorite, obviously at the, in the end of the day, it was just, <laughs> it basically, uh, just got season three of Mandalorian set up to be exactly mm-hmm. what they wanted it to be. But, um, I think it's a nice, a nice way to, to, I don't know, improve the image of Boba Fett in the sense that he was such a weak character to be so well appreciated before this. So it was interesting to just how see how dare you, sir. I disagree. I think if anything, with some of the more hardcore Boba Fett characters, I'd say it for some of them, not mm-hmm. not for me, but for some, it almost tarnished what what he was prior to this this series uh, coming out. My, real, real quick, with that, would that have that also apply with him showing up in season two of Mandalorian? I I don't know. I th- okay. I think that would be a little bit different, just because okay. of how. 
I almost think the development of the Boba Fett character in Mandalorian season two or yeah. season one. Season, season two, two. shows up. Season two yeah. um, was different than the development within Absolutely. His, his own series. Okay. Um, my, my thing was this uh, i know we have this discussion all the time on the podcast of something that was a tv show that should have been a movie and something that was a movie that should have been a tv show <laughs> uh, i'm going back to that again i think this should have been a movie uh, i think this could have been hmm. one of those anthology movies like solo or rogue one was i understand the story that they were trying to tell um but i don't think long form uh was was the right right way to tell it um if you look at it as a stopgap between Mandalorian season two and season three, I think you can come maybe kind of accept it a little bit more. Obviously, I don't think anybody here disagrees when I say that the two episodes that featured the Mandalorian pretty much, you know, hundred percent of the the show were, were the best too. That's because everybody loves Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, and and uh, Grogu, we got two right. great episodes. Right. 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 Uh, right. Yeah. I think from what I've kind of talked about, and I don't know how much I've talked to Reese about this offline, but I may be in the minority where my favorite parts of Boba Fett that were featured in Boba Fett were the flashback parts where it talked about his time coming out of the Sarlacc pit and his time Mm -hmm. with the Tusken Raiders. Um, yeah, that was the more interesting storyline. Yeah. So you're on the same page with that. The, the, The current time frame. Boba Fett story was not of really much interest to me. To, to me, that was the weakest written part of the whole series. The only thing that made it redeemable was the appearance of Cobb Vanth, the appearance of Cad Bane, and then, of course, the, the appearance of, of um, Grogu with, with Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. The, okay. All the other stuff. And look, I love Ming-Na Wen. I think she's a great actress, but I don't think her character was very well fleshed out either. Instead, Agreed. they tried to do all this Boba Fett stuff, and the part that made Boba Fett cool and so attractive to people, the minimum words and the mystique with the helmet on, the same thing that made Mandalorian so attractive to, to fans, was just about all ruined Though the way they did it, to me. To me, and I'm not going to speak on behalf of other people, but I, I didn't particularly enjoy the development that they tried to put him through. I, I actually enjoyed the backstory, the part mm-hmm. about him coming out of the pit and him kind of finding him himself. In fact, if they would have just done that as a movie, like I'm saying, as a Solo-esque or Rogue One-esque, just kind of standalone movie, just to develop his <laughs> yeah, character and just show what the happened. the return of Fett. Yeah. Yes, something like that. I'd have been, I'd have been perfectly okay with that. Everything else was was garbage. Oh, we're gonna throw in a rancor, and Danny Trejo is gonna be the trainer, and that just felt oh, like a God, throwaway God, thing. That's, that's on my just list to of set complaints. him up. Yeah, just to set him up to ride it in in the finale, and then mm-hmm. the the part with the huts that that kind of felt shoehorned in. It felt totally. a lot like, and I don't know how much Reese's watched this, but it felt a lot like the first season of Clone Wars where it felt like it was just like some random episodes just kind of thrown together with no intention of them being linked up until much later on. Are you talking about the Gendy Tartakovsky version of Clone Wars or are you talking about the later version of Clone Wars? Uh, the where, where was it? Cartoon Network, the original one when it came out, the the, the cartoon series. The ones, the ones not, that look- not the. I'm sorry, more the computer generated, not the okay. More so not the two-day. not the Gendy, not the Dexter's Laboratory version. Correct. I've, I've right. yet, I haven't seen that one yet. <laughs> Those um, were actually incredibly well written and great, and then they were like, no, 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 we're gonna start it over. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, but that's just kind of my, that, that was longer than an elevator pitch. We went we went from the first to the hundredth floor on the elevator pitch, but that was kind of my that's general okay. take it's on it. It's a David Pumpkins elevator. It's all right. <laughs> Any questions? That's right. Yeah, I, um, uh, I don't know. Welcome to my TED Talk, everybody. Here we go. So, <laughs> I, oh, popcorn. yeah, <laughs> it was really, it's, um, it was a really big kind of like roller coaster of emotions for me. Um, Boba Fett, I've always felt, you know, is, was, had such a mystique to his character. That's what made him so cool. He was like a ninja. He barely said any words. He just stood there and nodded his helmet. Mm -hmm. Um, he had to be warned like about no disintegrations. Like he was, he was a dangerous dude. And you knew that just from him standing there. My heartbreak began in 1983 when he went out like a little bitch accidentally (laughs) And then fell down the the Sarlacc pit. Uh, so that I was like, oh man, come on. Um, so to see that redeemed was really nice. So here he is, he's crawling out of the thing, and I'm like, yeah, that's about how I pictured it happening. And <laughs> you, you and know, Pat and it, Oswalt both. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> he was dead on, wasn't he? And so I was just like, I just thought that was really brilliant um, in everything. And then it just started to kind of go downhill from there. Um, for the most part, I agree with you, Joey. Like uh, the the story about him, like kind of being nursed back to health and retrained, mm-hmm. um, and not just physically, but I think they were they were trying to portray some sort of like emotional growth or something yeah, within that character. I just don't think they did it very well. Um, and I thought that it was all great. And then there was this whole like the second story with the struggle of you know the power of uh, you know mm-hmm. who's the power struggle in Mos Espa and all that bullshit was really kind of a snooze fest man it was yeah and i think had they broken the stories apart and you know maybe that was season two or something like that i would have been fine with that but uh as it was that choppy like one Mm -hmm. minute we're back in time one minute and i was just i don't know about you but i got so sick of seeing him in that back to tank i was like are you kidding me like it, it was just kind of strange now that having been said there were some things, some of it was fan service, some of it was um, not, but that made the Star Wars nerd in me like go, woohoo! And, you know, I, di- I didn't mind seeing a couple of huts, you know, seeing the twins show up. I didn't, I I actually, I like uh, Nubaka or whatever his name is, uh, uh, mm-hmm. Chrysanthemum or whatever his name is. <laughs> Black Chrysanthemum. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> with two uh, R's. Yeah, with two R's. Like, I, well, I, I I'm all for give me badass Wookiees, man. And oh yeah, I awesome. love that character. Like he's the most metal Wookiee I've ever seen, man. I, like he's a, <laughs> like, a, like a Wookiee in a death metal band. Like he's just rad as shit. Like I liked a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so there were parts that made me kind of go, you know, like and you know me, you know how I feel about the prequels. I even thought that was dope when when the you see the Naboo starfighter and stuff like that. I was like, okay, great, love it. Give me some fan service. I love that. But then there were missteps and some of the missteps um and i see this sometimes in star wars i saw it a lot in the prequels personally that just don't feel star wars Mm -hmm. um and you know like that was always my biggest complaint about jar jar binks he was so not star wars to me um and in the the power rangers or captain planets (laughs) kids that are going around on their 
on their scooters with like who needs that many mirrors what are you looking at <laughs> behind you like there's Thank so you. many yes there's so many it was just so corny yeah and i thought they were all going to put their rings together and control <laughs> the ecosystem like it was just <laughs> that was like really corny to me and then danny trejo and and like that's it's stunt casting and it's and like i just that really took me out i went oh there's machete you know like yeah i don't know it's just i actually like the little rancor rancor setup and and all that so those first few episodes like i i got really happy and excited and then it went and about like episode three i was like i'm not really excited about watching this today but i kind of had to they got better because as you said mandalorian comes in grogu comes in he's adorable i unlike a lot of the people bitching on twitter i thought the the cg on luke looked amazing i thought he looked i, loved it. I oh, thought that... he looked amazing are there people complaining i guess they didn't oh, yeah. i thought it looked great complain I... about that oh if he turns his head just this slight angle you oh, can see that i'm like come on dude shit. i'm like do you know how much better it looks yeah. from yeah. the from the appearance in the mandalorian season 2 episode that he it was in? a it's... huge improvement and yeah. he looked really really good um it, it like the, there was you know then it started to get a little better of course and then actually the last episode is where i'm seeing the most people kind of bitch but mostly they're all getting twisted about that dude doing that little turn yeah that one dude it, you know he did like a little usher knee spin yeah. before, you know <laughs> so unnecessary did you see and, the video on twitter about where that supposedly came from no i haven't but no. you know robert rodriguez is the one that directed this episode well clearly yeah. and there's yeah. a scene out of i don't know if it's um desperado or the sequel to it with antonio banderas where he does that same exact move so that was a little homage to it yeah, I think a little, it's a little director right. little know. director masturbation yes right exactly. there yeah. well, i think rodriguez that's where it was surprised. i'm so i'm probably in the hateful eight or something too but anyway yeah i just that's i don't know but like people are getting sand in their panties over that and i'm like you just saw boba fett riding a rancor like come on man if if, if like a magical genie from the future had come back to me in 1983 <laughs> while i'm all pissed off that he got eaten by the sarlacc like a little bitch and went don't worry by the time before you're 50 years old you're gonna see him riding on the back of a rancor destroying moss espa i would be like word like <laughs> i don't care like they they can do all the butt rocker knee spins they want in that episode man like that was rad as shit man so i i don't know it's 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 i i feel like i've got this weird love hate thing going on uh, yeah i could see that. um and at the end of the day i guess just to wrap up i'm sorry welcome to my ted talk i apologize but at the end of the day i i liked it enough that's about the best I can say. Well, let me okay. ask you this. If if you take out episodes five and six and edit out the Grogu and Mandalorian mm. plot line of the finale, where's it at for you at that point? Yeah, then that would have been a slog. That yeah. would have been a hard thing to get through. Like Mandalorian and the whole Grogu thing, or just Mandalorian being involved. I mean, that was a hell of a... That whole last episode was a big, massive battle of of two dudes in Mandalorian armor looking badass. Yeah, they did. Yeah, you know, like, and that's it, it. That's what Mandalorian has done for us. That's why we all love him. That's what Boba Fett should have been doing these all all of these episodes, like just being a badass. Yes. Um, and so it kind of redeemed itself. But had that not happened, 
I would have been like, are you kidding me? Like, are they just really going to sit and have council meetings and shit? And yeah. like, how many times is he going to walk into that bar and like say something and get his helmet cleaned and then walk out? You know, yeah, like as just, clean as it's going to get, man. God, that's like, none of it made any sense. Yeah, it would have been a slog. You're right. If, if those two episodes hadn't kind of redeemed it, like, I just, I don't know. It would have been, it would have been tough. So real you quick, know, before we go too much further, just because you developed, you talked about it, the rancor was awesome. I I have to agree with you. And what, bad, what I like, ass. What I liked about it is our only experience. And I, okay, so to be clear, my perspective of Star Wars is basically the movies and the Disney Plus shows. I have not seen Clone Wars. I have not seen uh, Rebels. I haven't seen you know the, the card you know anything outside of that. So I have no idea if there's an, ever another rancor. But the only experience we've had from the movies is him being killed by a button and a rock you know there is a rancor skull yeah skull oh, see that's that's so much uh <laughs> i think it is in clone wars they're sent to rescue a baby rancor if i remember correctly but still my, see but my point is like there hasn't <laughs> been any experience and that's it and then of course you know it was 1983 the animation has come so much further and everything else oh, it's like a rubber puppet filmed yeah, in slow motion, stop motion. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right exactly so it was neat to see why the rancor was so scary and why people fear yeah, rancor agreed. so much so i think that was a, a really cool thing to put in regardless of what it actually did just to see mm-hmm. that it's a badass that you really can't control it unless you you know you uh i don't remember the term they used but you know the first seeing was both yeah, like yeah. uh bonding or bonding yeah like i was gonna that, say yeah. imprint but i don't think that was right but either oh, way that the might be is, right yeah that is correct yeah that is yeah, yeah. imprint there you it's go it's also in twilight that's why i didn't want to say it but anyway my point is <laughs> that um team I, jacob yeah <laughs> I'm Team Edward, to be honest, but that's I, I don't know the difference. Off. I can't remember which yeah. one's which. Team no, never good. watched it. Good. Yeah, 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 I don't know. A good one who doesn't want to watch it. Let's put it like that. But anyway, I love that they put that in and actually gave us a reason why a Rancor would be a badass and scary and yeah, like a feared fierce. creature yeah, versus yeah. what we saw in Jedi, you know, thirty some years ago. And, so, and, and that's a throwback to some of the lore too, as far as sure. him writing it in, because you know the oh god, I'm drawing like Night Sisters who were featured in mm-hmm. um, Clone Wars. They're the mm-hmm. ones that help restore Darth Maul yep. uh, from his severed body. Uh, and that whole thing, they they used to ride rancors in battle. Mm-hmm. That's nothing that we've seen on screen, either big screen or small screen yet. Yeah, it was, it was more legend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, that but I mean, yeah, just, universe, just to so. see rancor again, just to see how badass they actually are, and why everyone was so scared when they fell in the pit in Jabba's is is fun. Yeah, um, it was it was cool. It was really good, and, and all of that could have been done without stunt casting and putting Machete in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, somebody he somebody owed Machete money or something. There's, there's oh no, it was, was Robert there. Rodriguez. He was like, oh, hey, Danny go. Trejo's my buddy. Come in I, and be in this episode. I think I think they could have probably done themselves a better service by shortening the season as just a stopgap because kind of what i'm getting is mandalorian season three is not going to come out till like into this calendar year like they're starting to shoot in march and as long as they don't have a bunch of delays because the season two started in march of that same year as well mm-hmm. so they're thinking the same thing about a december january release basically what book of boba fett did i would have been i think more pleased with less episodes if they would have cut out some of that unnecessary stuff. Like we were talking earlier, Reese, about the prequels and how they could have been mm-hmm. better movies if they would have cut out certain stuff. I think the same thing. I think it would have been more yeah, well-received. Hayden Christensen. Oh, right. Um, well, all of that, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm really hoping that man gets a chance to redeem himself in the Kenobi series, the Obi-Wan um, series. I, I, honest, I, I, I can't comment <laughs> too much on what I do know and what I don't know. 
But I'm quite hopeful for Obi-Wan, actually. Um, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, yeah and I, I know we'll probably have some, maybe some words here at the end where we talk about the future of the Disney Plus <laughs> okay. series and stuff. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'd like to get him... Uh, give him a second chance because I think some of it was just he's oh. was just new to acting and 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 again the, yeah. the scripts are very weak. Oh, and... the scripts very weak. You're working under like uh, a director that doesn't know how to work with human beings, right? Like that's yeah. why Natalie Portman couldn't act in that. That's why yeah. you know I mean because yeah. the directing that wasn't her fault. But well, yes. even Ewan McGregor had to deliver some really shitty lines, man. Right. And, and bless his heart, he tried. Yeah, he did. He yeah. did. I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Just going back to Book of Boba Fett, I actually really enjoyed the Tuscan Raiders portion. I did too. Not, not only that, yeah. but it was nice to see that these weren't just stupid sand people that had a gun yes. like they yes. have on Episode Four. Like they were into something. They had ideals. They had values. Yeah. They had yeah. purpose. And I well, there, was, there was a like a familial, tr- like tribal quality yes. to them that right. you actually get a hint of in the prequels. Because that was the first time you saw female ones and children and and the dogs, the little uh, massive. And I killed them all. Yeah, because <laughs> right. I don't like sand. It gets in your panties and it. Gets Not just the men, but the women and the children too. And so, the, I, yeah, yeah, it was cool to see like that that family dynamic. Yeah, I, I enjoyed all the stuff that they expanded on. Uh, you know, like we said, you know, fan service was the the term he used, and and sometimes in in superhero movies and in Star Wars movies, you can kind of overkill on the fan service. You know, because it's yeah. like, oh, you just literally gave us what we wanted, but that's not what we wanted. I, I know that doesn't make sense, but to anybody that's a fan, <laughs> understands what that well, means. Fan service is like. You know, it's like chocolate cake, like too much of it and you're going to yeah. puke, you know. But but I think it was I think it was just the right amount. You know, there was the deep yeah. cut stuff that you mentioned mm-hmm. that they Which threw I out didn't there know and, you yeah. know, and then showing the, you know, Max Rebo again, yeah. you know, on, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And so I enjoyed it. So I'm not going to say that that was a bad part of it. I'm just, again, the, the whole thing that ruined it for me was the current time Boba Fett's. Yeah. Well, I mean, know, let, 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 I mean, let's talk because about it that wasn't, a little bit. It yeah, wasn't it wasn't it, him. There you Even go. after the development that they showed with him with the Tuscan Raiders, to me that still wasn't who he was. Even right. after he went through everything he went through with them, yeah. like it was mm-hmm. just like, oh, he's like this Zen master now, and he's not going to take any kind of violent <laughs> approach to anything, and he's going to solve the problem with diplomacy and credits. Like, dude, this is not what this is. We're not back on Coruscant. You're not a senator. You know, we right. We're not into the political stuff. That's not what we're tuning in to watch Book of Boba Fett right. for. We're right. tuning in for him to put that helmet on and go shoot some people and maybe throw somebody yeah. in some carbonite. You know, this is not what we signed up for. Yeah, I, I just, I wanted to reach into the screen and just shake him and be like, "Dude, you're motherfucking Boba Fett, man! Come, what are you doing right now? Like, just, just smoke those two huts and call it a day." You know what I think would have helped with that would have been if we saw exactly how he took over um the palace and I, i'm sorry i'm drawing blank on the on i think he just Carter. kills bib fortuna and just, it was just yeah, like in a flashback and that was it like there was, well, it no... was a cut scene right. at the, on the very last episode of um season two of mandalorian it's a it's a it's a you know after credit scene where yep. he like that's walks in. right um no. yeah just ice is forgot bib, bib fortuna. <laughs> That does happen, and just and right. then takes over, which honestly is a little anticlimactic, right? Um, but I think to get know. him more in the Boba Fett mindset of he is still this badass, if they would have at least done something more with that. Yeah, I don't know. There was just I I wasn't interested in Boba Fett the diplomat. 
I wonder if it was like one of these things where they were like, oh, hey, we're going to do this before they had like fleshed out exactly how they were going to do this. And we're just like, okay, we're just going to make it just like some people have said, Mandalorian season 2.5. Like we're going to throw these couple of things about Mando and and Grogu in here and then we're going to fill it in with some 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 Boba Fett stuff. I'd rather see more seen more development for some of the ancillary characters. Like Mm -hmm. I would have liked to have seen more Cad Bane developed in oh, there. Oh, let's talk about Cad Bane. Yes, let's yes. talk about Cad Bane. So, when he... So, in that episode where they show that typical western type of scene with the horizon mm-hmm. and the kind of wavy lines and you you see this, this uh, dark... Uh, shadowy character with this brimmed hat as soon as I saw it because I've watched Rebels and I've watched Clone Wars I was like that's Cad Bane yeah right buddy there, there and, he is and like the closer he got I'm like it's definitely Cad Bane now and yep. like oh my gosh it was just so awesome just seeing just the same way when we saw Ahsoka you know in Mandalorian to to see this character that you've only experienced in animation to actually see mm-hmm. them in you know live action and 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 for the hope that this character is going to be developed more and obviously yep. we're getting that with ahsoka ahsoka with her own series and and people are like oh no they killed off cad bane too early and you know we're not gonna be able to see i'm like okay do you not realize like how big the star wars universe is and the fact that they can go back and do other series like before he got killed so he yeah. can still be a character maybe they were just testing the waters do people really want to see a live action cad bane the answer yes yeah hell yes like go ahead and give me more of him and some of the things that took place because there's so much stuff that you can fill in along the way of of the prequels and the 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 sequels because of course time frame wise this is before the the last three uh trilogies awakens see i'm one of those people that actually feels the way that i would have liked to see more and he i feel like his death was too quote unquote easy uh, I would have liked to see a lot more because he was a he's a badass, really. They definitely should not have killed him off. Right. No, I think it was just a culminating storyline from him and Boba. So Boba was when Boba was a little kid. Boba trained mm-hmm. under right. Cad Bane. Yep. Um. So I think it was finally the oh here's. You, Boba is now the master, you know, sure, he's, right. he's supplanted. And Cad was older. I don't know how long that species uh, yeah, lives. Yeah, who knows? I but don't know. that may have been the end of his kind of normal average life. I know they, I think they put it around 70 or so. Um, Earth years, of course, obviously. But I don't know if that's <laughs> Which doesn't how exist, long that, yeah. right, I, I don't know how long that, that species, you know, would, would survive I, normally. But, I, but I, I, he was a fun character. I would have liked to see him come back in something. I, I get But that's what I'm saying. They yeah. could have another series. Like, for, for example, the... Um, I don't remember if it's called Andor or Cassian, the Rogue One Andor. prequel. Yeah, Andor, the 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 Rogue One prequel series that's coming out. There's no reason why you can't have Cad Bane oh, in that. Oh, man, absolutely. You know? Because that's, that's around that same time frame. Because, it's, again, it's in between the prequels and it's in between the, yeah. the original trilogy. So you could have him thrown in. You could have some of the characters from Rebels. Yeah. Although I think we're going to get some of them in the Ahsoka series. So there's so much space. They may be... I think they did the same thing with Ahsoka. I, I think they teased it and said, hey, is this something people want? People went crazy. Like, you know what? We're yep. going to get more of that. Could be the same thing. We may get a whole Cad Bane Could series. Be. Who knows? Well, we also have to touch on the fact that, you know, story points aside, they really did an excellent job in casting um, these animated characters to their first live action, you know, series, like very, very well. Like mm-hmm. they, they did such a great job. Like Ahsoka was pitch perfect. If you ask me, yes. I think, I think Rosario Dawson could, I can't even think of a better like cast, 
you know, casting for that. And then they did such a great job on Cad Bane. Like he just looked amazing. The, the way his face moved everything, like he was frightening again. Um, like, I just think they did such a great job on him. So I think it would be a shame to put so much excellent work into that character now that we can see them live action and then not use it. Yeah. So they've got to use him somewhere. Oh, I would think so. Yeah, he's going to appear in somebody else's or he's going to yeah. have his own thing. Like, how much would Good. you love to see a Cad Bane Western type of series oh where he's God, on some... fantastic. You know? Yeah. And the, 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 the Pike Syndicate, that's something that outside of the solo movie that's really the first time that we've seen them in live action and you know so you could go back and do a lot yeah. of this stuff you know it's also the first time we've ever seen them without their helmets and masks on too exactly so you know most i mean they look people, like cute little fish but whatever <laughs> right like little guppies <laughs> yeah. uh most people know there was plans for a second solo movie before it kind of underperformed yep. at the box office yep. it's very easy now to go back and say you know what we're not going to do that second movie but you know what we're doing a disney plus series of you know you know kira taking over you know as you know darth maul's you know obviously it's got to be before you know the events with him and kenobi uh in tatooine but that's something that easily can be expanded you know as well as say you know this is going to be like more of a organized crime type of series there's so many different genres that would be great that they can explore with star wars yeah let's like dive dive in a little more with like you know the smugglers and the huts and the in the what what's the other uh what is kira like the head of now i forget the name of the mafia i thought it was the syndicate i thought that was the name of it i thought but isn't that i thought there was a name like the red oh oh, the red dawn red dawn that's it thank you thank you thank you yeah like i I would love a series kind of based on that like let's get into more of the cd underworld of star wars like i always love that kind of stuff you know and and i kind of thought that's where book of boba fett was gonna go Kind but, of, yeah. But really, he just had like a table full of like walrus men and, and dudes <laughs> that looked like pugs, you know, and that were backstabbers. I don't know. Just I expected more. I, I think they're I definitely too. going to explore more. First of all, and we talked about this here recently on one of the other episodes. I was complaining about how little original. Um, programming disney plus has so far and i I know they're getting ramped up and stuff like that eventually eventually it will be Mm -hmm. but you know marvel and you know star wars is going to keep selling for for decades to come more than likely you know so there's so much with star wars and you know and i I don't know if you felt the same way, way reese but it felt like for a while that people were getting star wars out like it was like getting oh, burnout more it's so. happened a couple of times actually yeah. like there was a very dark period as a star wars fan between 85 and 95 and then they re-released everything and the the special editions and then of course the yeah. prequels and then every and then once the prequels are done everybody was star wars out for a while mm-hmm. so it, it's very cyclical it's it, it comes around like a, like a comet every certain amount of years people are ready for more star wars um the one thing i think that uh, what this last time around the difference is 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 with the because the skywalker trilogy the latest skywalker trilogy between force awakens and rise of skywalker i think people were getting a little burned out even then Mm -hmm. to be honest with you and i think the one single thing and this is a personal opinion but i think a lot of people agree the one single thing that saved it from like kind of really petering out for another 10-year period was the Mandalorian show? Oh, I definitely one hundred percent agree. Because yeah. it's it, a different it saved story. It. Yeah, it's the reason why I think 
Marvel did so well and continues to do so well after all this time is because they're able to tell different stories for different people and intertwine them together mm-hmm. to where it makes sense. And if mm-hmm, this yeah. is the direction that Lucasfilm slash Disney is going now with Star Wars to where they're going to tell something outside of the Skywalker saga, but with kind of bringing in little pieces here and there with different yeah. crossovers, I think that's the formula. And I think that's going to be very successful for them continuing on down the line with yeah, all these other yeah. series they've already announced and they're already kind of doing that like um there's a series of novels and comics coming out now about like the early days of the jedi uh and that's a really beautiful um very incredibly well done um so they're they're casting a wide net right now because it it didn't all have to be like i think they finally realized it doesn't all have to be about the skywalker family yes, yes. um and and they they are seeing various degrees of success in telling these different stories honestly solo would have done great i think had it been cast a little better and there there was there was a couple of stumbling blocks there and also people went into it already wanting to hate it right so it, it wasn't really set up for success but but now they're learning like okay there's these dope characters i i'm kind of looking forward to the point where uh star wars can tell stories about all new people completely unconnected from the original trilogy i mean we're yes. still we're dipping it even with mandalorian we're dipping into right. Boba Fett and Yoda and all those feelings and mm-hmm. that we had with those characters. Um, of course, Book of Boba Fett's dipping back into that. Um, Andor's kind of new. That's going to be interesting. Um, Obi-Wan, of course, is way different. <laughs> Here we are. We're back at the Skywalker saga yeah. again. What I want to do, like, I'm looking forward to a day when they can just be like, uh, here's a story about this other small war that went on between two planets on the far side of the galaxy and, 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 you know, and has nothing, they don't give a shit about the Senate or the empire or anything like right, this. Is a, right. this is, Cause it's a galaxy for crying out loud. It's a fucking galaxy. Well, like you yes. can tell a, a bazillion stories that have nothing to do with what came before. I think well, you have to always interject a little bit. There has to be a small percentage of that to just make sure that people are still vested in the overall sto- story of Star Wars. As long as you hit the main touch points, uh, going back to what I said, but as long as it feels Star Wars, yes. I think you're going to be okay. I mean, as long as you touch on the Force or as long as you you know, give some hints that this is kind of a lawless galaxy, you're going to be fine. You just need the screen swipe and you're set. That's all you really yeah. need. As long as you have a screen swipe, <laughs> <That's it. laughs> droids, yeah. all you got to do is show like, you know, a 3PO unit or uh, R2 units or R5 units. And that's enough to tie it in. I agree. You know, um, somewhat familiar looking ships. That's about it. It is bad it is really in the do any of that does bad because bad batch is kind of i i'm not does it do it. any of what but isn't it kind of like it feels like star wars but it doesn't actually involve anything else going oh on? no it's very deep yeah. steeped in clone Damn. wars yeah yeah right. it's definitely a uh, just a continuation of the clone wars with some yep uh, with a change of okay. basically i mean casting. it's basically clone wars season eight right like yeah clone well, wars you know, 2.0 or something right like or whatever yeah. i'm glad i said that because now you know how much I know about all this, so yeah, that was just a damn. No, you haven't watched a lot of the animation. Clint, I have not. And, um, yeah. I would strongly suggest Rebels. I e- think everyone Rebels, has yeah. Yeah. Rebels. Um, by far felt the most Star Wars to me. Um, out of all the animation that came out of there, and there was really some incredible 
for an animated series, there was some incredible character development That's on awesome. that show. Um, it was really well done. Uh, Clone Wars is hit or miss for me because sometimes it feels too prequely, and as soon as something feels too prequely, I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. I think I think Clone Wars for people that aren't as hardcore like like Reese is, I think is more enjoyable, <laughs> especially if you watch it in chronological order, not the order that it was released. Correct. If you heard me and Reese mentioned earlier there was a issue where originally it was just supposed to be a bunch of one off episodes with these characters that we know and it was going to appeal to just kids and they realized that, hey, this older generation that grew up on Star Wars mm-hmm. is very much interested into it. Yeah, so they, they want to know this story too. Retcon some stuff within. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely suggest if you ever decide to get into it one day, definitely look up the correct order to watch it in and watch it in that order. I think awesome. it'll be a m- lot more enjoyable. Noted. Now, yeah. I, hope, I hope everybody listening also caught that all. Very cool. Um, sorry, I'm going to reel us back in back to, uh, I almost said Mandalorian, but Book of Boba Fett. Because um, <laughs> you want to say Mandalorian. <laughs> well, I, I mean, yes, I, I can't stress that. In fact, I, <laughs> I'm going to give you a little complaint of mine about, about the Mandalorian story. And that is the scene where they, and I don't remember the other guy's name, but where they're basically dueling to get the Darksaber. And oh course, yeah, with it, the with the heavy guy. Yeah. yeah, and of course it ends with with Mando winning, which is great. But then they stop and they're like, "Have you ever taken off your helmet?" Oh, I'm just so kinda, sick of the helmet shit, man. Yeah, it was just so random too. They're like, "Hey, I know you guys are just like fighting to the death to get the sword, but did you take off your helmet?" It just kind of seemed a little out of place to me. Well, um, this is this is my problem with religion. Like, who says this is the way? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Says you. Um, right. You know, uh, there's my way. Um, well, you know, in season two of Mandalorian, we learned that that he was raised as a foundling by a particularly uh, Puritan sect of the Mandalorian religion. Um, so the whole helmet removal thing, that was there. I mean, they were like the Amish of the, right, you know, whatever. And then like, you know, you, you see Bo-Katan and some of the others and they're like, what, what do you mean you can't remove your helmet? Get a grip, dude. Remove yeah, your helmet. There's a, there's a lot of that in the Rebels and, and Clone Wars, uh, cartoon series where a lot of those have taken off their, their helmets. Yeah. You know, it's just like they're a different sect, you know, to. Yeah, you know, it's, it's they're just a bit more extreme in their religion or whatever. And so that scene did bother me as well, Clint, where I was just kind of like, I wanted him to be like, yeah, I took my helmet off. What the fuck are you going to do about it? Like, well, I've met other Mandalorians that also take their helmets off. You guys are the like the crazy fundamentalists. But they, like, but, but they were doing a setting up season yeah. three. Right? It, it felt right. like they, it felt like they rushed through some of the mando and grogu plot points that i would have i think enjoyed yeah. being more fleshed out in well they had to get i i three. i think they were trying to get to a certain point mm-hmm. a jump off point for season three of mandalorian that's yeah. my feeling I see i had 100%. i think we talked about this when we went over the season two mando end uh a year ago um i, I had predicted that we would for the first half of season three see kind of a split uh, story where we would see uh, Mando kind of doing his thing with whomever and then Grogu doing his thing with, with Luke and then eventually something like what happened in Boba Fett would, would take place that would that would bring them back together. So after thinking that was going to be a whole you know four or five episode arc <laughs> you know in season yeah. three to see that played out basically within an episode and a half I guess yeah. if you want to think about the time wise was, was kind of 
I guess, jarring. Just because, again, it's ways that you've already played out in your head that you think things are going to happen. <laughs> and then they happen differently. And you're like, wait, that's not the way it's supposed to happen when it actually has not happened yet. Nobody no. told you what was going to happen. Right. That's a dangerous trap, though. And, it and, is. And, and that's that's the kind of thinking that leads to toxic fandom. when Because that's the biggest complaining I see online where people are basically just kind of saying, well, this isn't how I hoped it was going right. to be. And I try not to do that. I try to say, it's hey, awkward, this is how I envisioned it. it. But, you know, I'm, I'm still going to go along for the ride and still enjoy right. it. I'm not you, get, you have to. Yeah, totally bent yeah. out of shape about it. Like, I saw a lot of people get bent out of shape about the part where Luke made him choose between the, the Beskar armor and Yoda's lightsaber and said, hey, you know, if you want to be a Jedi, there's no attachments. And everybody was complaining, oh, well, you know, he's the he's the king of attachments and, and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, okay, <laughs> let let the, let the story be told that they're telling. You know, yeah, right, they, right. They just, just let it be. You want to, well, you wanna, And they also forget that Yoda did the same thing to Luke. Mm-hmm. Like, like when Luke was like, I got to go save my friends. And Yoda was like, yo, no, dude, you need to go stand on your head over there yeah. on that rock for a little longer. And he, he also had a choice that he made and, and whatnot. So it, it's, it, it's kind of like, I don't know. I didn't really see that as like an unfair thing uh, for Luke to do um, because he had learned from, I don't know, maybe learned from his mistakes a little bit. It, it, well, it's one of those do as I say, not as I do kind of thing. Well, there, yeah, there's, yeah, there's some of that too. Yeah. Right. I, but I, 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 I didn't have a big problem with it. Like I, I get it. And, and it was, this, this was their way to, to, to make him go back to the Mando mm-hmm. thing. And I, th- I think there's going to be some things that are going to come back from, uh, when Luke, and I, I don't know what kind of force power he was using when he made Grogu remember his, um, involvement in Order sixty six, uh, where everybody at the mm-hmm. the Jedi Temple was 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 being assassinated. Right. I'm sure that will obviously be explored much more yeah. uh, in season three. So uh, I'm sure his training, besides just being backstory to some of the stuff we saw in the sequels, I think it also set up some of his abilities to use the force it was like Luke specifically mentioned and when Ahsoka said that she was te- that he was teaching him things he said no I think I'm just more helping him remember things because we have to remember this dude's pretty yeah. old right? yeah. as far as the scheme of things are concerned you know he's not like Yoda 700 something years old yet but yeah, he's, he's been like around for a while something. yeah well they have yeah, that whole flashback he's been around longer there. than Luke Skywalker yeah. you know yeah. And we don't know how old he was when he's having the flashback. Because, right. again, I guess how they age. I mean, I guess during the 40 yeah. or 50 years that took place between Order 66 and where we see him training with Luke. I mean, he looks basically the same. Yeah. Um, but still, he's lived that 40 or 50 years of life and had experiences and stuff. And there had to like, be some kind of training because that's what people don't remember. Is Padawan started out like, oh, we identified basically when you were six weeks old yeah. that you you were force sensitive and we take you from your parents if they allow us and we we start training you so you know when you get mm-hmm. a when you look at a six or eight year old man they've already had five six years of training so no telling right. how many years of training this right. this kid had and so he's gonna i think have some more of that developed as far as his jedi type of abilities yeah they they definitely set up the whole like he's already been trained to some degree he's just remembering i'm not teaching him so much as he's just remembering Mm -hmm. um and i think he's going to yeah do that on his own like he didn't uh, okay like here's a good example he didn't know how to go up to a rancor and like talk to its mind and put it to sleep and calm it down he's doing these things on instinct or out of repressed memory 
So I, yeah, I think that's what we're going to kind of see a lot of. I agree with you. I, I think yeah. it. I think it it's, leaves. Clint's just over there shoving a sandwich in his face. He sure am. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no regrets. I'm like, hey, there's a pause in the conversation. Can he, you get the here, sandwich out of your mouth? <laughs> here's the thing no that regrets, I got man. to thinking, and I know we're I know we're thinking like really far ahead now, but what is going to be Grogu and Mando's end? Is it going to be something that's going to take place after just a couple of more seasons of Mandalorian, or is it something that they're going to play out? Then we're going to cross over into another series, and we'll have them come in occasionally. Or are they going to get their own movie down the road? That, that's the know. part that I've been racking my mm. brain. But like you said earlier, that's dangerous territory. It's you dangerous start, territory, dude. You know, playing out stuff in your mind and just kind of go along for the ride. I mean, honestly, um, there's a couple of facts that we know, um, and you can kind of do the Star Wars math on them. And, <laughs> Star Wars math, <laughs> yeah, which is not perfect uh, math at all um it's math yeah it's it's first of all he's of a he's very young and of a species that lives 900 years or more right um and so there's a lot of story that you could tell in the future for grogu alone the other it, so that leaves us plenty of he could show up in whatever the next big trilogy is going to be or or whatever mm -hmm. um as as a like a teenager or an adult like you know like Groot you know like we can watch him age over time the other thing other fact that we need to not forget here is that Disney and Lucasfilm are making a shit ton <laughs> of money off this character yes and everyone loves him and they haven't had a hit with a character to this degree in my memory to be honest um so they are not going to let this character go to waste no Outside of, like, I think all the just Darth Vader type, you know, mm -hmm. hype for, for years and years and years and years and mm -hmm. years, and that's about to be brought back. I, I know you can't comment on it, but I don't know to what extent <laughs> we're going to see Darth Vader versus kind of seeing Anakin you know, in the, in the Kenobi series, you know, so, you know, that's obviously something that that character, we want to see that character again, even though that character has been done to death and is literally dead. Right. Mm, so yeah. I think the same thing, what you're saying, you know, they haven't had somebody since Darth Vader with the Grogu Mando crossover. It's mm -hmm. not going to be something that they're just going to forget about. It's something that we're going to see for oh, yeah. years to come. I mean, I wouldn't be, and again, this is just me guessing, but I, I would not be surprised if there's a whole, you know, Grogu, adult Grogu trilogy mm -hmm. that takes place two, three, four hundred years after the end of Rise of Skywalker. You know, like there's it's it's a big galaxy. These creatures, you know, some of these characters live long lives. There's a lot that could still be told. Um, and they've got a big hit on their hands with this character that lives nine hundred years. So let me let me ask you guys lot. this. This is something that popped in my head. Um, obviously we know from uh The Force Awakens. That or or the last yet I don't remember which one. Anyway, um, <laughs> that one of the later ones that there was the school and the whole thing with the school uh -huh. went down. Yep. Do you think there it's possible that Grogu could have been involved in that and we just don't know it yet? And I'm not actually, saying I'm not saying either way, but just that, at all. that's that's actually funny because uh, uh, like as Kelly and I were watching it, we both kind of looked at each other and remember those like weird spider ant droids were mm -hmm, like building yeah. and we were like, oh. Is that the school that we saw in the flashback? Right. Um, I'm assuming it is. I am too. right. No, and, I don't think they've officially come out and confirmed or denied whether right, it is. Right. Right. 
yeah so the, at this point it's just a uh, like a guess mm -hmm. um and then we were trying to both of us were kind of racking our brains and trying to remember that flashback scene like did they imply that kylo ren killed all the jedi students at that school that's like, the impression i got was that him and right. his knights of ren just right. annihilated and wiped out so i think okay. that's why they so got what, grogu out of there okay so that's what i was wondering i was like a it was grogu there right and and b is it this like elven mithril shirt from lord of the rings that saves him like it, it could be but i my personal opinion and again they haven't come out and say this was that they okay so in season two they showed him to go take him to school and everybody's thinking oh my god kylo ren destroyed that school and everybody in it mm -hmm. in the um you know in the sequels so I'm thinking they purposefully wrote it in to show him building the school and then showing Grogu leaving the school to go kind of finish his more Mandalorian training than his Jedi training. So people wouldn't be like, oh my God, right. they're going to kill Grogu. But, so, 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 so it's their way of throwing us a bone like, don't worry guys, we got different plans for this little green fella. Yeah, we still yeah, got lots point. of money to make off of him. Okay, now, <laughs> now I want to see Grogu as a bounty hunter now that you say that. Oh, that would be great. Dipping around Grogu. planets. and, and Here, Here's my people. crazy fan theory. And it's not going to be one that I'm going to get upset <laughs> if it doesn't happen, Reese. Uh, but you my, say that my, now. my fan theory is that at some point during the character development of Grogu, Bo Katan is going to get the Darksaber from Mando uh -huh. in a fight, because that's how you truly earn you get the right yeah. to it, is in a fight. And then a more, and it may not be much more, but a more matured Grogu is then going to fight Bo Katan and get the Darksaber from her. So that wow. way, that's his saber is the dark saber. Well, he'd have to miniaturize it for sure. Get a new hilt for it. Yeah, it's more like the dark dagger. Yeah, <laughs> if he's going to use it. Well, he's not, that's I, a, I mean, that, that's, 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 a, that's a pretty interesting one. I, I that's kind of interesting. Um, but isn't that? I almost it, feel like they're building it up for him because, like, because... who is more perfect? Who's got a combination now? Because that was the whole deal with the original. Uh, dark saber wielder was that he was mm -hmm. a Mandalorian Jedi, mm -hmm. so it's like right. okay, he's he's raised by Mandalorian. He's also he's a Mandalorian Jedi, with, right? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of the way I see it. But the, he doesn't have to fight with it, right? To have it to possess it, he's got to just win it in battle. Right. Yeah, think, uh, then you can just keep it's a symbol. It's well, uh, right. You know, a symbol of rulership or whatever. What, what was her name again? I'm I'm horrible with these names. Bo uh, Bo Bo-Katan. They mentioned that she had it before, but she didn't win it correctly. Correct. In this series, right? That's right. So, I mean, that could be the she same case. She recovered here. it or something. Right. I don't. I think. I think she bought uh, it on eBay or something. I think Sabine <laughs> just gave it to her. Um, Either way, Sabine's though, the Mandalorian yeah. character from Rebels. I think in she Rebels, just, she gave it to her. You're right. Yes, just gave it to her. So she wasn't. I gotta, I gotta go back and watch Rebels again. Yeah, I feel like I with all your free time, right? Yeah. I've got so I do want to ask kind of a, a different but similar question on topic of what we're talking about is. This is the nerdiest podcast I've ever been. It on, is. By the I love way. it. Speaking You've been of listening which, to us talking. Oh my god! I, I, I'm, I'm learning. Which, I like it. Yeah, I'm in it too. What What brought us all together is is collecting. So I'm going to ask, and obviously, okay. Reese is not going to answer with a Funko question because he can't. <laughs> but but what what one thing do you want to see come out as a collectible from Book of Boba Fett? I'm thinking maybe Lego for Reese, but again, it doesn't have to be Lego. But I don't. I don't do Star Wars Lego. You, you don't. You don't I do not. Worse Lego. No, really? it's it's a slippery slope for me. I'm I spend enough on Lego as it is, and if I start down the Star Wars path, mm. 
That's what I just recently started doing. So that's that, 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 cheap, man. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's my answer is I want to see, and I kind of shared this with Reese is I kind of want to see the Mando's new ship, the, the Naboo in yeah. one. In, oh, in that'd that be cool. Co- I've seen a lot on Reddit of, in the Lego uh, subreddit of people yeah. doing uh, custom versions of it. And oh, so everybody's that's... doing that. I think I posted on Twitter right after that episode. I'm like, everybody's on eBay buying yes. old... You yes, did. you did. Old Nebu Starfighter toys from Hasbro. So that's that's my choice. Is is that for a Lego set? Um, and then for a Funko um, mention. And again, I'm not asking Reese to mention the Funko thing, but but I want to see. I want I want my boy Max Rebo. Just just old school. Just in my heart, I, I need to get that from when I used to collect collect as a kid. So that that's kind of what I want. Well, we already released a Max Rebo. Just go get that one. Yeah, I'll sell a kidney. That'll that'll. that'll Is he work. expensive now? I don't oh, know I can, the value. I'm gonna look any. it up while Clint tells us what he wants for his oh, one well, collectible. See, I don't. Oh, see, I'm I've really toned back, so I don't. Have it doesn't a lot. have to be. It, it could be. I'm something... just trying to think of anything. The Lego stuff's really cool. I just don't wish anybody have to spend the money. What on about it. an amiibo? What? Get out of here! Come on, <laughs> you're an cool. amiibo collector. Be... Look behind you. Right. It'd be cool to see some video game stuff with it, though. I mean, it'd be cool to see some uh, some Star Wars video game stuff come out. There's some really good ones and some really bad ones, but. Um, what I like about this is really nerdy. The Star Wars games that I've played is it's always stuff that isn't happening in the show. It isn't like just facsimile yeah. of that doing like um there was um Shadows of the Empire for the N sixty four like ninety six or whatever. I love that game because it happens yeah. in between and that's, Empire that's and non canon. Yeah. Oh, I know it is, yeah. but it was still a ton of fun, and it wasn't you know the exact same story we already heard. Like I never right. don't know how it ends, so I thought that was kind of a neat idea. Um. That'd Unless you're talking about the Star Wars Lego, like the Skywalker saga that's that's releasing, because that's pretty much all just the story retold in, in no, Lego. No, no, I'm not talking about Lego Star Wars, the games. I'm talking uh, Shadows of the Empire was an old 64 game with the polygons and everything that, you know, looks crazy. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Lego Star Wars games have their own charm, too. Don't get me wrong. But it'd be cool to see some video games about it outside of the actual stories we've heard. But that's about the extent of my answer for that. I don't. It is surprisingly... And this always kind of surprises people, but like as much as I'm a Star Wars fan and I'm known as being a Star Wars fan, it, it, I, I don't collect a lot of Star Wars stuff anymore. Um, there's it, a lot it, of it. There's too much of it. Like <laughs> right. it's you can't like it all. You can't collect it all. And so I don't collect most of it, to be honest. I go back and I do vintage stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, the only new stuff I buy, and this is horrible, and I can't believe I'm saying this like live, uh, but <laughs> um, that you know, with it with the advent of um, you know, uh, sculpting software that people can do, you know, have mm-hmm. at home and 3D printing, there's a lot of people out there in the underground making like really rad um action figures and accessories for Kenner, vintage Kenner style action figures, um, of new stuff. And I, that's what I get tempted by. I'm like, well, yeah, I got to have like, you know, black chrysanthemum as a, you know, as a, <laughs> as a Kenner style figure, you know? So I've been buying some of that kind of stuff, like on the, on the DL. Um, one of the things actually, you know, I take it back. Um, so I've gotten into uh, the Bandai model kits. Mm. Um, oh, okay. I, I started building Gundams and Gunplay and, or what, however you pronounce that. And, Gundam. Um, and just for fun. Because uh, it's it's very peaceful, and I bought the Mandalorian in his Beskar armor one around Christmas time, and I would I would really like to like I'd love a good book because I love that's another thing I like to say I love Boba Fett's new look the mm. black 
with the you know like i just think his new look is really dope i would love like some sort of like really nice uh like bandai you know gun gundam style model kits from that that would be really cool um so where you would like like a lego set of the naboo starfighter i i might like a more of a model kit kind of yeah, thing that'd be cool and, yeah. and i just checked on max rebo and i was wrong because they are not that much on makari in fact as soon as we get done recording i'm about to go buy one uh <laughs> how, much how much is uh, he how much is he uh, it was like like twenty bucks, like yeah, somewhere dude, around there. On, so man. I'm going to get that. I got a credit yeah. on the party right now, burning a hole in my pocket. I'm about there to go, go get that. He's mostly series, right? So it's even. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm, so I'm gonna change my answer. I I I would like a black chrysanthemum Funko Pop. That's the Funko that I want now. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna add on to that just because I was looking through. I want an 8D8 Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> really? He's just, such a, I don't like that. Just to see how it comes out because he's got that really skinny head. But he's a, a terrible movie. droid. Oh, I right. hate that droid right. so much. I love the guy that plays his voice, though. It's the, the same guy yeah. from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah. Oh, is it really? I didn't yes. know that. No. It's the one that... Uh, Oh, not Nandor, but the other one. The one that turns into Jackie Daytona when he meets Mark Oh, Hamill. right, right, right. Uh, so, God, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. I'm about to look anyway. it up because it's going to bother me if if I don't let's, actually tell hey, you. Hey, let's let's so talk Matt, about Matt Berry's the actor, and it's right. Laszlo is the Laszlo. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Um, I let's talk about annoying characters really quickly. Okay, there's a few. <laughs> Clint, in book, yeah, in Book of Boba Fett, yeah. Oh, in Book of Boba Fett. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I tried. I I actually so there was that one Twi'lek Twi'lek guy who's kind of like the sycophant to the uh, uh, mayor. Yes. Uh, um and uh he I he annoyed the ever living piss out of me for yes. the first couple of episodes. But granted he was supposed to be annoying, so he did an incredible job. By the end of the season, I was like, Oh my god, this is a great character. Like he never broke from that chicken shit, like uh uh just bowing like you know, worm of a person. And I was like, you know what? Mm -hmm. I take it back. That guy's actually what a funny character in the Star Wars universe. And I thought he he did a really good job. Like, he really annoyed me, and then I came around. But he was supposed to be, like you said, yeah. He was, was supposed like to be. A, he, it was he like a flesh and bone version of C-3PO. He is! Yes! Exactly! <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, man. Like, I didn't even think of it. Like, he's just, I don't know. Like, I went, oh my god, this guy's going to get under my skin. <laughs> but then he never broke character. Never. He Not just, even, yeah. Yeah, and he, he was so dyed in the wool, chicken shit sycophant that I was like, oh my God, I love him by the end. Now, on the other end of the spectrum, no character has gotten started out annoying and gotten more oh, no. uh, annoying to me ever than Amy Sedaris's. Yes, that was character. my answer right there. She. Peli Mato. Uh, cannot fucking i'm sorry like i just can't stand her character i See, and i'm amy sedaris don't get me wrong she's a brilliant right. comedian she's right. you know uh, she's very funny but talk about not star wars man like did no. she just really say that she like had sex with a jawa like that's yes gross, man uh, you right. stole my answer because that was gonna be oh. when you when you said that i was like oh i told somebody that the other day i don't remember if we were on the podcast or i was talking to somebody else but i couldn't stand that character so she's since so you already not said that star one, wars man now, now was, i was gonna say i like the character but when you say she's not star wars you nailed it on the head she's, she's i didn't not like the mayor wars. oh really yeah i didn't care oh, for the mayor how come character i just something felt off watching the the mayor it like 
just like trying to focus on it and it's like the sides of the mouth over here are talking and See, I, I like, like that. I thought it was interesting. I don't know. It's just something irked me about the whole well, well, what's, character. What's interesting, I don't I mean like so he's an Ilthorian, that's the name of the race, um mm-hmm. um which is the same as the hammerhead you were talking about, yeah. Clint. Mm-hmm. Um and 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 he actually that's their mouths are like right. gill gill slits on the sides and his if you watch, I thought they did a great job because he's got translators <sighs> right. stuck in there. Mm-hmm. So he's going whatever his voice is. Real like off put. Like it almost gave me the shivers, like watching him when <laughs> he was talking. Well, would you say he was supposed to? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? I mean, I, I think that was kind of the maybe point. He, like, maybe he did a really good job, man. Maybe, like, maybe the CGI did an awesome job yeah. acting. He was, but, I, I liked it because I like Ilthorians. I think they're neat looking. Aliens, I think they are too. But... And, and that's something, this is way off topic, but always has driven me nuts about Star Trek, Star Wars, you name it. As every creature still is a human, just with a different face. You yeah, know I, mean? I, I get tired of the, the but like, that was mostly, something different. Yeah. Well, especially so, in Star Trek. I don't right, get right. Star Trek's Star the Trek. worst because it's, it's, you can socks. see the Velcro in the back. And yeah, the it's and bad, but, man. It's like, oh, he put some bumps on his forehead. It's right. a different race. Right. But my, my point is, like, I liked that it was at least a different take, and that they they compensated for how you couldn't understand what the hell he was grunting by having yeah. those translators. And yeah, I, I thought he that. was cool, man. You I know, when too. you're a- asking that question, I'm just thinking that's part of the problem with Book of Boba Fett is there's so many annoying characters I can name because, like, I didn't like the Twilight. Well, all character. of Captain Planet's fucking <laughs> yes, kid. them out. God. Um, the yeah. the the deputy that thank God was gunned down in Freetown. <laughs> he got was on like, the nerve. How do you not know how to follow some basic orders? Like, how did well, you even get the deputy but job? But you knew you knew the minute he was going to show up. Though, that's oh funny. yeah, I mean, you might as well learn to wear red shirt and start. He's a red I mean? shirt yeah. fodder. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's another series. I would I would I'm hoping that they do continue this book of. But it turns into like a season by season thing. Like I'm hoping when it comes back for season two, mm-hmm. it's not Book of Boba Fett, it's Book of Cobb Vanth. And oh, then it explores dope. more of his character. And wow, that's a great a idea, dude. Book of Finnick Shand or something like that. Yeah, I kind of dig story. that. Yeah. Hey, Fike, also, tell your friends Fen- you're listening. Fennec Shand, I I agree with you. Uh, her character should have been developed a little better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, yeah, Ming Na Wen is an a- excellent actress. She deserves better. Yes. Um, uh, but I did think she kind of redeemed herself at the end there, where she went and killed everybody in the because that's that's punk rock, man. I didn't know that was her at first. I was like, I oh, didn't who's- either. I was like, oh, it's Boba or it's it's Mando. Yeah. Somebody's just annihilating everybody. Or and then I was like, oh crap, I forgot Fennec Shane was a badass. And then she, and you know, she really, really proved like what a like a just a behind the scenes ninja style badass she is. I wish they would have developed some more. Again, it's it's the absence of not enough Cad Bane. Like I wish they would have introduced him earlier in the season to where we could oh, have gotten agreed. a little bit more. Because yeah. I'd like to see some interaction between the two of them. Because there's that scene in. Um, have you watched Bad Bad? Reese? Yes. So, you, you know, there's that, that episode where the two of them, Cad Bane and Finnick, are fighting over trying yep. to get Omega for a bounty that's on her. So I would have liked to, you know, had some callback to that somehow. Yeah, I know, like, oh, we meet again kind of moment. Yeah. yeah so just like, oh, nice. there's the connection to Bad Batch. Everybody would have, yep. you know. Yeah. I also think, you know, I mean, especially if you consider how Star Wars treats death these days um you did he might not necessarily be dead, yeah they could dead. they could bring him back you know i thought that he was the one in the back to tank at the end when that's what i was hoping i was like that's... oh he felt bad for him because he was you know yeah. his, you know 
I was uh, I was kind of hoping yeah. there was going to be some sort of like mutual respect kind of thing there. Um, and he was going to be in the back to tank. I also was kind of, I thought when the people from Barter Town or Road Warrior Town, whatever the fuck there, uh, showed up, um, I, I was kind of hoping Cobb Vanth was there with like a bandage on his tummy, Same. you know, like, yeah, I'm badass. I'm still alive. Cause he only got one bullet and it looked like it was in his shoulder. Shoulder. Right. Yeah. I right. thought he was going to be with him. Well, too they, they did they that redirect came. with the guy saying he shot him in cold blood or whatever. Yeah, but what oh, yeah. does that mean? Right, right. Did, but but did I mean, he die in cold blood. Right. Like, I'm glad I'm not. Right, I am glad I he's coming he back. Did. But Timothy, Timothy Olafan is is fantastic. He's such know, a good as, actor as a cowboy. So they right, cast right. him perfect. That man, <laughs> that man, and I'm going on record saying this has one of the finest heads of hair I've ever seen. <laughs> I would, I, I would, I would just like kick a nun off a cliff to have <laughs> Timothy Olafan's hair. If only it was that easy. <laughs> no. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, and I, I I do like the, uh, the idea Ah. that the Irish Cad Bane was in there, kind of like the Batman Joker kind of style. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like we kind of made each other, so we need each other, you know, it's like, I don't know. Because I, like I said, I wish Cad Bane didn't die in that situation, but uh, uh, they did and, such and, a good job on his face. And it would have like, been so cool. The way yeah. his mouth moved and mm-hmm. oh my the God. eyes, like it's the, just, so you just good. felt the evil in his eyes. Oh, he was when they so showed. good. Was the Still need to see Hondo. Was the yeah, voice same actor voice the actor. Same? Same same voice actor. Oh, that's awesome. Because yep. I know they, yep, yep. you know, that didn't work with Ashoka, but um, or however you say her name. Excuse me, Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Thank you. I'm. You guys know I'm horrible phonetics, but anyway, um, <laughs> he's sandwich drunk right now. He's <laughs> yeah, he full. I'm happy. I was actually at PETA, by the way. And it was oh, okay. Um, that's why he's I wanted to eat full of warm. lamb and beef. And exactly. Yeah, I know that. Your happy man. Toilet's he, about to be full of the same thing. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> go lay down, take a meat nap. <laughs> got, got my meat sweats on, my sweat pants. It's all good. But yeah, yeah, I would love to see. And I like that you mentioned earlier bringing him earlier. That would have been nice too. That would have um, been nicer. Yeah, I, I. But I would like to see more, and I'm hoping they do. Um, the biker gang can go away. Oh, you know what God. drove me nuts? Uh, this, by the way, we were talking about the uh, mayor. It's like I'm city. building an army. How about you kids hanging out yeah. at the mall? You'll, you'll do. <laughs> so two two, two things that are kind of connected. I'm going to talk about. I feel like all the speeder chases were really slow. <laughs> the they were thing. so badly CG'd. They were so badly filmed. Like that speeder chase, you could practically see the strings they were hanging on. It was so choppy and it weird. Was, it was bad. I, mean, I almost felt like it was I was real bad. Like run by by them in the background, like they were going faster because I felt like they were so slow. Yeah, like it was real strange. But I love that scene, and they only had a first split second where they show the back of the mayor's assistant head when he's driving. It looks like mm-hmm. a giant butt. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm like, how did you not catch that in editing? How did you miss? That's that? what their heads look like, man. I understand that, but I mean, come on. I, don't I, be I, speciesist. I'm not. I don't like to become a pervert, but that was like blatantly obvious. It looked like a human ass. I'm sorry. Okay, so Clint was attracted to the back of the male Twilight's head. <laughs> well, I didn't know what it was. It was. It was so quick. I didn't know what it was. I'm like, why is that woman bending? Oh, that's that guy's head. Okay. Why is that woman bending? <laughs> Hey, so, it's our first bare ass in a in a Star Wars it, anything. Yeah, I didn't feel Star Wars having a bare ass in there, but whatever. <laughs> that's um, not Star Wars. <laughs> but that's not Star is, Wars. Bare yeah. asses are not Star Wars. At least, I mean, there there's the title for this episode. That's right, along with Star Wars <laughs> math, I think. Um, anyway, um, I just wanted to spit that out there while I was there. But I will say, I mean, I like the. I I, I hope they have something else with Boba Fett because I felt like they kind of. Oh, they will. They will. But at the same time, I'd like to see something else. And maybe something without the... Maybe he goes after the crime families that turned on him or something. And 
have instead of having diplomatic, hey, you want to have dinner and call the neutral, they'll be say, hey, they already did that though. Yeah, they already redeemed themselves against the families that turned on them in the end of the episode. True, true. But I think he needs to now. It's a matter of of like, yeah, you planted your flag, but that really doesn't mean that's your turf. Like you gotta, you gotta, you know, earn it. You've got to, you gotta, you know, sow with blood. Well, that soil. Obviously, the the syndicate is much larger than than just the the few ships worth of troops that were sent in to oh, Tatooine. Yeah. Good so, point for sure. I, I think that could definitely be the the move for season two is show Cobb Vanth trying to hold things down in Tatooine yeah. uh, or on Tatooine, and then maybe Which, by the way, it didn't feel like planet. a whole army was there. No, that's what I'm saying. I think <laughs> there's seven they were like, guys. oh, we're at war, and I was like, what, you eight versus this eight? <laughs> right. Like, it wasn't battle. a lot of people, yeah. It's like there was more of a fight in Anchorman. Um, yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Rick killed a guy. <laughs> yeah, that's Crescenton <laughs> oh. killed a guy. Um, I, I think that's going to be season two. You might want to lay low for a while. Yeah. Tom Banff said, on planet, and then Boba Fett off planet, trying to do some more syndicate type. Have they said yeah, anything cool. about season two? Not for this, right? They've been they no, haven't. Ming Na Wen well, accidentally yeah. said something like in a tweet about a something about she. I'm trying to think of the wording she used. What a great <laughs> end to the, to the first season. So people immediately picked up oh, on that, they, and yeah, thought, yeah and, and so she tweeted something back out and said. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I'm not guaranteeing there's a season two. Don't read too much into it. Yada, yada, yada. Um, so yeah. we'll see. But I don't think, like, even if we don't see another season of Book of Boba Fett, I think, like Reese said, I think we see Boba Fett again. I don't think they're going to give up on his character development. Maybe they'll turn him right. back into the bounty hunter killer type thing with just a, you know, a twinge of, you know, guilt when he, you know, carbonites people. Um, <laughs> and I think we'll obviously see more of uh Cobb Vanth as well I think yeah oh yeah clearly and I think alive, we'll see yeah. more of Black Chrysanthemum I think that's a character that, oh, that people so gravitated towards and Cad Bane probably in some series that take place timeline beforehand I, I I don't think we've seen the end of any of them in these God series. I love Wookiees <laughs> Wookiees are the best but real quick before I forget can we talk about Boba Fett's teeth <laughs> <laughs> they're like in the middle of the desert and they're brush shining bright. I'm like, I get it. Your teeth are nice. Like, but that kept happening. I'm like, come on. <laughs> the CGI out that yeah. part. I don't know. You were, you're in yeah. the middle of the desert, not brushing your teeth, but your teeth look like you know some game yeah. show host is gonna come out. And yeah, like you're straight. you're eating a rib bone off a crate dragon in the desert. Your teeth are not gonna look that good. <laughs> no, no. you're, you're I, drinking whatever liquid comes out of that mushroom in the sand. Yeah. Right. Like, they should definitely be more British looking. Oh yeah, they or should be just, a little just rough. Something it just cracked. It just cracked me up though, because it, it, it would be like yeah. even nighttime, and he'd smile or like you no know, breathing, and you see his teeth. And I'm like, yeah, he has really br- like, bright white teeth. Man. Like I feel like you could have edited that a little bit. But what do what do I know? Um, I'm just trying to think. Any other any other thoughts about Book of Boba Fett before we? Wrap I don't know. Up? Man, we rambled on for an hour and a half, man. Yeah. Oh, I, I I do want to ask Reese what he is most excited for in the announced Star Wars Disney Plus lineup coming up. Oh, most excited I, for like which one yes uh, okay on a personal level and i'm not basing this on anything i may or may not already know <laughs> um i i i as much as i hate the prequels i don't know if i've mentioned that once or twice okay um <laughs> i i i am actually i'm looking 
forward to Obi-Wan redeeming some of the problems I had with the prequels and with those characters and with those actors and with the writing and with this, you know. Um, So I, I I don't think Disney and Lucasfilm are stupid enough to screw it up again. Um, I think they're going to, I mean, cause it's, it's one thing to take a character like Mandalorian who was completely new right, and, and make a great show out of, they are not going to take, you know, arguably the two most important characters in the saga lightly. So I, I'm really expecting some pretty great things out of obi-wan we'll see yeah. like invite me back and i'll eat those words after that season you are over, penciled in for as soon as that season over you'll be yeah the that's because um, i'm saying i'm the same way that's that's the one i'm looking forward mm-hmm. to because i'm looking forward to it filling in the time frame when he first gets on planet with luke and and hands him over and what we eventually see i i think the story of him and darth maul's fight on tatooine i I don't see them redoing that. No. Or even alluding to it in the series. They don't need I, to. I think, no, I don't think so, because I think that episode was so well done. I think they'll play it. Into also it also took place a lot later than. Yeah, yeah, I think closer to when New Hope, like. It was very close to New Hope. Starts. Do you know off the top of your head what's the time frame between when he yeah, gets based- on planet and New Hope? Wait, wait, when, when, when Obi Wan is on Tatooine or. So from the time, I guess basically, I'm assuming when the Kenobi series starts, when he when he takes Luke to Tatooine, and then when we finally see the New Hope, right. Obi Wan, like, um, what's that time frame years wise? Well, he was just a baby when they took him to uh, what's it called, right? To Tatooine? right, but but so I guess twenty years ish, twenty five, like fifteen probably. 15, so 17. basically, yeah, Luke grows up there. And so, yeah, they're they're on Tatooine. <clears throat> yeah, about twenty years, I'd say. Because because um, the Obi Wan in the Rebels when 19, the Darth 20, Maul, he was older. He was older. Like, yeah, yeah it's so there's hair. a lot of lot of area. You know, I, I think yeah. some people are thinking, ah, oh, it's probably going to be one off because they got Ewan McGregor in it. But I, I don't know. You know, it they it's, could maybe no, do a second. There's or a, a third twenty season. year period where he's on that planet, kind of. So there's a lot that they keeping an eye on this kid that's living with his aunt and uncle. Yeah, you know, um, so I yeah. As far as where, I don't know the exact time frame where Obi Wan takes place. So I don't know if they're, you know, like is Luke? Uh, I don't think you know. I'm not saying Luke's in the show. Or uh, God, that'd be awesome. But I mean, you know, is it is it four years into mm-hmm. Obi Wan living on that on Tatooine? Is it ten years? Is it right before New Hope? I don't know. And I'm wondering what we're gonna get as well. Far it would as... be right before New Hope. Like, are we going to get some flashback, flash forward? Like, are we going to get some time jumps is, is one of the things I've, I've been wondering. That would be great, but hopefully not too many because I got sick of that in Book of Boba. Yeah, there you go. Hope yeah. they learn from it. Yeah. I am I am hoping there's more than Tatooine on it. I'm kind of getting sick of the desert. <laughs> I know. How funny is it that we just can't get away from this one stupid dirt planet that, that is, nothing that's referred to it. apparently yeah. happens on? Yeah, they call it yeah. the desolate well, no, dirt, but nothing yeah. happens. Yeah. Nothing ever happens here. I'm like, God, the entire fate of the galaxy <laughs> is pending, you know, like on this, right. like um, this, this stupid little desert planet. Like, it's Even though ridiculous. raised from some other planet, right? It just happens to be a desert planet, too. Yes. 
that's so weird. Jaku. Yeah. Jaku, there you go. Yeah, but still, like, yeah, that Jesus. never sat well with me that Jaku was so similar to Tatooine. Right, right. Like, I it, let's just get away from the desert. There's, there's all these yeah, other landscapes you can have. There's I mean, other let's landscapes. Go try something new. So, what about um, you, Clint? What are you looking forward to most? Uh, you know, I, I'm gonna. I, I probably shouldn't even be on this podcast, honestly, because I don't know. I'm all coming out. <laughs> yeah, that's what we've um, been saying for years. You shouldn't be fair on this enough. Podcast. But you, you guys keep. <laughs> oh, you meant this back. episode. Oh, I'm sorry. You I misspoke. Me, you gave me the passwords. That's not my fault. <laughs> uh, 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 um, but the point is, I I don't know enough. Boba, um, uh, you know, Obi Wan's always good. I Ellen McGregor's a fantastic actor, and I I, yeah. I I think they know what's writing on this for a lot of reasons, including his own career. So I think there's yep. going to be some good stuff. And, and like, you know, I think he's actually excited to play Obi-Wan and not have George Lucas write his script and direct him. So yep. uh, I, I, I think that by itself. I, I think we're going to see an, uh, a Ewan McGregor kind of with his leash taken off mm. and, and yeah. really allowed to act to the apex of his ability. And I'm pretty excited about seeing that. And, and flesh out an older version of the character that we really yes. didn't see. I think Alec Guinness get a chance to really flesh out Correct. much. Yep. You know? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, you weren't supposed to, that was fine, but yeah, I, yeah, I'm with yep. you. I, I'm with you guys, but I, I do like the expansion of the star Wars universe. I'm glad to see there's more. I'm on 100%. Let's do some completely new characters. And if they intertwine three seasons into their show, maybe, but, let's start yep. with it because like there's a whole galaxy there's a whole you know like you mentioned just having droids or mention don't even mention the force or have a lightsaber in my opinion it's just the droids will be enough to make yeah. sure you realize they're connected but um i like i like that there's they're, they're spacing them out and there's a lot going on with star wars that's going to yep. make people happy they, they've definitely taken it and put it in a direction that i think could be very marvel-esque and and, and last for sure. 10, yeah. 20 years but yeah, it doesn't have to be yeah. they're, they're doing it very cleverly like they you know they're not i it's it's just despite all the complainers on twitter about every little knee spin and everything <laughs> that happens it's a really great time to be a star wars fan it really like, is it you really know is. Yeah. i mean we, we we are in the midst of an embarrassment of riches and we I, should probably be more grateful than we I, than this toxic fandom I, is. I feel Fair like enough. it's back in the '80s again. You know, I was born oh, yeah. in '80, so I was born right after New Hope and right before Empire came mm. out. So, you know, what I grew up on was the you know the VHS or the yeah, you know, yeah. showing on TBS or TNT right. type stuff. You know, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I, older, man. I yeah. I was there. I was four years old that summer of '77, and I remember going to the drive-in and sitting in the backseat oh, of my right. parents' car and seeing Star Wars for the first time. Yeah. See, Did I feel have... this is like the second golden age of Star Wars. Yeah, if, yeah, if you talk totally. about the first one, mm -hmm. you know, first go round being the first golden age, obviously. I think this yeah. is kind of the second. Yeah, are and you honestly, gonna... we would not be in the middle of this golden age had it not been for the show Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah I, definitely. I think it would have stuck to animated. I think that's what we yep. would have kept getting is probably just animated and then yep. maybe a movie every once in a while. Yep. I'll take yeah, it. especially after Rogue One and Solo didn't perform that well, but you know, even though I like both heart. those movies, I love both those movies. Rogue One yeah. didn't perform well, yeah. Oh, people need to give Rogue One a better chance. It's I really wish they would. It's a it's beautiful so movie. well done. The cinematography is fantastic. Oh. I think I think the acting for the most part is fantastic. It's well, that really was, good. That it's got a great droid in it. K two S O. Yeah, it's very very Star Wars. Well, it's very yes. Star Wars without having to rely on lightsabers and yeah. the Force. Like you yeah. knew, it except was. for that killer scene at the end with Vader in the hallway. Well, <laughs> it's just funny, enough Vader. I got a funny story about that, which I can now tell. But um, I know we got to go. But You're fine, uh, so I was, I worked on, I designed all the 
pops and everything. I was it was before I was the director uh, on the Star Wars product, but I was like the lead design on Star Wars product at that by that point. Um, so I did all the pops or, or at least the concept designs and color callouts and all that stuff, and I was like super into it. And you know, we wanted to make a couple of different Darth Vader ones, and we kept being told while the while Rogue One was being made, like there's not a lit lightsaber in this whole movie. And I'm like, are you serious? And like, you know, my boss comes over and he's like looking at my design of the new Vader. And he was like, well, don't you want to fire up his lightsaber? Like, it's more exciting for the pop. And I'm like, I'm being told that they don't like he, he does not light his lightsaber anywhere. Mm-hmm. And they were like, really? And everybody <laughs> like didn't believe me. And I was like, I, this is what Lucasfilm's saying. So we then like, it's about time to like go to mold. Like we got to like spend a lot of money and make some right. pops out of this. And one last time they were like hey reese can you just like talk to your lucasfilm people and just double check because i think that vader pop would look so much better with a lightsaber in his hand and i said okay and so i you know sent another email or i I think i got on a call and and my guy there was just like i'm telling you (laughs) he was so sick of me (laughs) asking he's like i'm telling you as far as what we're being told darth vader does not fire up his lightsaber in the entire movie i said okay fair enough and so you know i go back and i go no he says he never does and they go okay fair enough and 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 i was actually stoked because i always wanted to i i thought it was weird that every everyone who had a lightsaber had to have it lit up in the pop form so i was Mm -hmm. like kind of stoked that yeah we can do a darth vader standing there looking Mm -hmm. cool or something like that so I was like, okay, great. Then the movie comes out. I get to the end. Zero. <laughs> what the hell, man? I was like, there's it's lightsabers are just like cutting rebels in half and like ricocheting <laughs> blasters and all kinds of shit. And I went, what the hell? And then like the following day, I get back to work. I I talk to my uh, guy at Lucasfilm. I'm like. Dude, he goes, I know, I know. They told me no lightsabers at all. He goes, I guess they added that in like last minute. And I was like, you oh, son wow. of a bitch. So anyway. I, like, I, it's I, iconic it, scenes now, probably it, in Star it, it Wars is, lore. It's an and amazing it, yeah. scene because that was the scene where they made Darth Vader very frightening again. Right. For the, oh, first, so for the first time since Empire Strikes Back, they made him a very frightening presence and it was so beautiful and there's no pop to represent it because the whole time they're going nope no lightsabers i there's something to be said though without the uh, lightsaber that is he's fierce on his own but i get where yeah, you're coming from yeah. but i was yeah. just like oh, I, I i yelled in the middle of the theater everybody <laughs> me. i went son of a bitch <laughs> i would have oh, loved him like, like why is that man so upset this is so awesome <laughs> You ruined that scene for me. He, he, keeps, he seems he so frustrated. He keeps yelling. They told me no lightsaber. <laughs> Somebody check on him. Right? Oh, well. Oh. Anyway, but, sorry. Had to tell story, that no, story. I'm glad you did. Because like you said, you had a chance. But that's uh, that's good. Anyway, yay Star Wars. So Yay Star Wars. Yay Star Wars. Yes. I mean, that's the end of it. We can bitch all we want and nitpick all we want. And, and all the and, people can complain about knee spins and... Uh, and back to tanks and whatever they want to do, but at the end of it, it's EA Star Wars, right? Yeah, well, I, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll watch it even if it's not, even if they make something really shitty, I'll still watch it. I'll complain about it, but I'll watch it and probably watch <laughs> what comes after that, to be honest, because it's yeah. it's so well ingrained, which is cool. I mean, there's, yeah. it's cool that we have that. So, 
Well, anyone who's listening, thank you for hanging out. Uh, Reese, huge shout out. Thank you for joining oh, us. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Sorry to talk so much. This is the longest podcast but, but, ever. But that's what we want. We, <laughs> no, we, right. If we wanted somebody to just talk about what they saw, we'd invite, like, I don't know, my good little girl or something. We'd invite somebody <laughs> like that, you know? Um, where can people find you and interact with you? Um, you can find me both on Twitter and Instagram at Reese O'Brien, R E I S O B R I E N. Um, and that's pretty much it, honestly. Well, I, I know we, we sing your praises. I know you talked about your Funko. I know we talked a little bit about BIM toy. Uh, make sure you guys are checking out. There is a BIM toy Discord that has a lot of fun stuff going on. That I yeah, man, get in on that NFT um, business, man. It's it's wild. It's, it's been a fun weird. ride. It's, it's, I have we, no idea what I'm doing. Uh, you know, you know what though? Don't, <laughs> but you know what I'm going to tell you. Keep doing it because people. I'm going to. It. It's, yeah, it's, people. It's very fun. People go crazy. It's 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 cool to see. Like the, the Bim Toy it's, stuff it's, in the dude, NFTs has been fun. Not my world. I'm just like, okay, I'll you know, keep making these drawings if you shout, like them and buy shout them. Shout out to Joe and Arsene because they they're handling they know, that part. They, they know the talent, what they're doing. They'll do the yeah. business and it works perfectly. So um, they're just I, like Reese. We need 50 drawings, and I go, okay, I make drawing now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And, and, oh, there, there's some cool stuff coming. I like what I've seen. So keep it up Good. is what I'm saying. But if, I am. but but if you're gonna do that, join Bim Toys. Bim, join the Discord. Keep and put toast. Uh, I'll yeah. show you my it's my NFT sometime. Yeah, they're fun. So uh, excellent. And then Joey can screen cap them and be like, "Look, I own it too. I have it too now." <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! It's no longer a one on one. One of two. <laughs> Joel, just send the, the link and you can say, I have this, and then we'll call it good. Yes. Anyway. There you go. Um, awesome. Well, anyway, anyway, listening, thank you guys for hanging out. Again, at the underscore dorksman on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Tuesday night, I believe, we'll be playing Splatoon with Sully. Uh, if anybody wants to come join and play, watch, whatever. And, uh, yeah, I know Phil and I are talking some board game stuff for, for Extra Life at some point, so be paying attention to that as well. So I think that's everything. Um, I guess I'm wrapping this up. Nate, we missed you. Looking forward to you coming back. Missed you, Nate. Oh, yeah, we forgot to give Nate, Nate's opinion. Nate hated everything except for episode five or six. There we go. There we go. There you go. That, that, there you go. That's basically a quote. So we covered you, Nate. You're good. There you, you go. go. Anyway, gotcha. with that all said, word homies. Is that a bench? <laughs> this is the way. This has been a Cross the Streams Media Podcast.